0: Feed me more. Wrestling, born in an Asian. Feed. This show's over because it's different. You Know what I mean? Feed. And now it's time for a conversation with the big guy, pal. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy. I am the Big Guy Ryback, and I'm sitting here with the third wheel, Asian Joe. What's going on? How's it going? Doing well, doing well. So, uh, what's going on? WrestleMania is going on right now? Is my headphones connected? I can't, uh... You should be. I don't hear you in the headphones, I feel like. I feel like the sound has been muffled. Uh, I feel like Little Guy has sneaks into the studio because uh, I discovered a big pile of shit right under my... Where let's I see. sit, let's see, I think I can, uh, can hear I think it? I can hear myself talking right now in my headphones too, is that normal? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can All hear right. you now. there we go. But let's I can see. also hear myself, which I feel like I never... No, you should hear yourself. This is, i confused. Yeah. Did, oh, I don't recall ever hearing myself in the headphones before when, but who knows, maybe I'll just... Going completely crazy. Well, if we
2: play it, let's say we play the
3: audio.
1: but that's fine. Oh, we have WrestleMania on. We're going to have Ace on in a little bit when WrestleMania is over. We had to begin the podcast. I just flew in today back from New Orleans. But Braun Strowman and Nicholas have won the tag team titles. Yes. So wait, so Nicholas has won as many championships as the big guy right now. <laughs> oh just so man! You know. Congratulations, I, Nicholas.
2: I, I can see the the hater is coming in. It's like, dude, that ten year old kid kicked this your kid, ass.
1: <laughs> that kid doesn't deserve it. Just, that kid's. I hope that kid. I hope Nicholas doesn't have a Twitter account. Holy cow! The amount of people, you you piece of shit, you don't deserve it. You didn't work. never. You don't belong there. Oh my god! I'm so much better than you. You suck. That's. But Poor hey, Nicholas. They're exposing him to a world full of hate I here very early on. Well,
2: congratulations to Nicholas, and he's I'm high-fiving. looking, he's looking
1: forward to Nicholas defending the tag championship <laughs> with Braun Strowman moving forward. You just kid getting the shit beat out of him by adults. This is wow, destined for greatness. That's insane. That I mean, that's not a great thing. That's but uh, what a that's a first.
2: I yeah. I I, I can't.
1: You asked me. You're like, has anybody ever been taken out of the crowd before? I yeah. said Santino Marella was one uh-huh. um, many years ago, made his debut out of the crowd, but he was a real wrestler. Yeah, he's a real wrestler. But whereas this is the first time that they've going, they've, they're recruiting young these days.
2: Hey, you know these these young kids, man. The, a lot the food, of the food they food
1: have been eating, man. They're the just maturing day. at a much younger age. Yeah, <laughs> let's get those bones brittle even sooner for wrestling. He, um, no joke. A lot of people in other like. It's happening in the states now too. Overseas, it's a big thing. Mm. Kids put their parents. Kids put their parents. Parents put their kids into wrestling school at a very young age. And these wrestling schools are allowing kids like that Nicholas's age to train even younger. Yeah. Like, like, wrest. I'm not. This isn't like you know going to MMA where you're like you're teaching. They, they are learning the the the. There's a lot of bad wrestling yeah, schools yeah, yeah, out there though yeah, yeah. too. But but the the kid human. Body, especially at that age, should not be taking bumps and mm-hmm. doing, and that's what, like, I've met multiple kids at signings where they have full, like, in a neck brace, and, like, they have their parents, well, yeah, he, he hurt his neck, he's not allowed to wrestle for eight months, and, and I'm just like, what is he doing? Like, it's okay to learn, like, about the business and right. maybe, like, the chain wrestling aspect and learning the skill of of, like, that part of wrestling, but to, like, let them bump... It, but wrestling schools make money on these kids. Oh, yeah. So sure. it's, I'm telling you, it is, it's not good. Yeah. It's. Well, I saw,
2: I saw like YouTube videos of like, you know, kids doing kickboxing. Like these are our kids who are like five, six years old. Yeah. Oh. Like and, kicking trees and bamboo and yeah. it was, it's, it's. I crazy. guess
1: putting your kids though in like, in learning a discipline at a young age like that and yeah, learning and responsibility. Or, yeah, Martial arts. Martial stuff. arts and things of that. But I'm, but you're not getting your body, you're not like. Wrestling, like just the, the the physical contact of bumps and wrestling, uh-huh. your body should be mature before you start doing that, right. in my opinion, right. and I think a lot of doctors would uh, agree with that. Sure. Um, and to expose your kids to neck injuries and back injuries at an age before they're fully developed, it is—I couldn't imagine doing that. To if you loved your children, yeah. I know you want to make them happy and like, but every kid, like we all play wrestled when we were kids. Oh yeah, that doesn't mean we should be in a wrestling ring taking bumps and, yeah. like... Well, the thing is, when I was, like, probably
2: 16, 17, my, you know, my buddy and I would we'd try to practice wrestling moves, and I think he was trying to do a figure four on me or something like that, and then, I guess... Favorite of many kids. And then, but I think I turned my body, and then he actually fell forward, and we were playing on the rug, he got rug burn in his face. Oh. And so he had literally half his face. It's like rug burn. Really? And so he's, but it was really, I like felt so bad. But then when he went to, when we went to school, all the girls like, dude, oh my God, what's so, what's, what happened?
1: like And then my buddy,
2: it. my buddy's like, dude, like I got like, Chicks asking me what's going on. It's like, dude, it was awesome. Every know? week from that point
1: on, he had a different injury. Yeah, exactly. He learned at a very young age how to get her, sympathy. Like a
2: sling or yeah, like carrying crutches. A little slit on his arm. And like actually, all these girls like, oh, I'm so sorry. Let, let me help you. Put a little tape on his
1: finger, sprained his finger. Yeah. Just uh, women all over. What a what a smart kid he was. Mm-hmm. Jeez. The, um, I flew in today. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, we, we, uh, I was supposed to have a late flight and actually was able to. I had to use my, and this was my fault, the, the, the people that brought me out for WrestleCon, which uh-huh. was a great, we'll talk about that, was a great experience this week and got to meet a lot of great fans. The, I should have told him on my return flight to book me a morning flight. Most of them do. Yeah. They'll book morning flights, but, uh, it's happened a couple of times where that some of them, they don't do it out of like, uh, they they do it to try to give you time so you could sleep in yeah, sleep and in, rest in case it's New Orleans go party or something you know what I mean yeah it, it was like it was it his heart was he was doing a nice thing yeah it but it was and normally that would have been great and uh, but we had we had to try to get the show recorded by Sunday like I'll, I'll have to submit it to the editor tonight and it'll probably go up um, a day or two late yeah, probably Tuesday hopefully Monday night but if not Tuesday yeah. And and uh, it, it's just one of those things that balancing everything. With with everything I got going on and with what you got going on and we travel and I'm doing things every weekend and Phoenix is working full time and she's in San Diego right now and we're hoping to get her on. Is, uh, you fly, wait, is he flying back today? Or is She said, well, that's what she said last week. I haven't talked to her okay. about that. I don't know. I texted her today with you and hopefully after we get all done with Ace we'll and all that, out. we're going to just see if she's free. She might be on the airplane. So I don't know. Okay. But we're gonna to try to get a Doctor Phoenix segment in with her um, tonight, and it's, it's again once the podcast studio has been built, it's like the opposite of field of field of dreams. Yeah. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> no. It's if opposite. you build it, Phoenix will not come. <laughs> <Aww>.
2: <laughs> I think I think we just hit her at the wrong time. No. You know, like, she's, she's I mean she's finishing school. I think she's at like the tail end of it. Yeah. But obviously, when you do something, the tail end of it, like when you go to school everything like exams and all the certifications she's working at full time yeah. though, too that's, that's the right.
1: other issue like whereas i i work all the i don't have an 8 to 5 job Type of deal you don't no, necessarily no. either, right? Where but my
2: schedule is like it, yeah. all open, so there's could be weeks where I'm working like every day, and it could be weeks where I'm not working. Yeah, so it's like it, it's, up, it's up and down for me.
1: That's what like now doing the wrestling appearances. Like my week is so much shorter now because I got to fly out on Thursdays typically, mm-hmm. and I don't get back till Sunday. So I got to do stuff while I'm away from home. But like I just today, you know, Phoenix is. is she she's extremely busy because she's not doing the, the the adult entertainment no anymore and it's uh she's transferred uh and she's in that transition period still of of uh, she's yeah re- she is, she's... rehauled her entire life as far as what she's doing and like applied herself to something entirely different and it takes a lot of time and dedication so in this show the, the it's we we're we're pretty flexible in what we could do on this show and we're we're gonna constantly keep trying to expand, and we got a lot of good wrestling stuff tonight. But mm-hmm. I uh, I got I was gonna tell you I got my my townhouse. Uh, yes,
2: I saw the the videos and pictures. Just I, really nice. I got to get
1: the lights turned on, but I'm gonna wait because I'm just with everything. Because once I start the I have till the the first payment's not till June, which I wanted up on Airbnb by May. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's realistically I'm just looking at like with my schedule. It's like it might not be till the beginning of May or middle of May. Well,
2: I think what I think EDC is coming up in May. Yeah. So if you that would be that uh, would be huge because I think that's when EDC is happening, and and plus I need to get the
1: exact dates on that. That would actually be a good goal to get that done. My big big thing is going to be getting with Phoenix here because she has all the furniture. I need to go get eyes on it, just make sure everything's cool, and then get a truck. I'm going to hire movers, have them do all that. Yeah. So that way, have them set it all up. See exactly what I need to just exactly what I have, what I need to get, kind of get eyes, take pictures of everything, and then get it all together in the next four yeah. weeks. Yeah, so, me, I
2: mean, I'll, I'll love to help out and stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's
1: going to be, it's like it's, I have like a brand new Keurig, I have it like things like that, but I got to go buy like, like silverware and then cause it's going to be yeah. on Airbnb, it needs to be fully furnished for sure, and it, I'm going to have to have cable in there, and I got to go. Like I'll have to go to Costco one day and get all the TVs and in the mounts, and Mm. then I'll have a guy come and do that. That I do it, he does it dirt cheap, and uh, just do it in pieces. Mm. And then, but I got to chip away. It's like I don't have that much time. Everything else going on, so it's I'm literally today looking and I was like, okay, I am taking on a lot right now with especially with the wrestling. This was all supposed to be done while I had my break from wrestling. Yeah, this was nothing. I, that. Nothing ever goes as planned, no, right? Of course not. So like now, everything is happened. This is what I was afraid of. I was telling my buddy JD with Iron Attitude. I go, it's all gonna happen at once. Like I'm gonna be wrestling. I got all these things coming up, and I said the the townhouse, I'll get it during that, and then I'm like the branch chain amino acid. Finish it. It comes out Tuesday. Okay, ships Monday. So I got to get that and put that in uh, store. That and like I got thousands of units of that coming in, and like it's. That's just, it's just like, oh my God. And yeah. then I got to leave Thursday. Yeah. And it's, uh, and hopefully we can do the show again next Sunday.
2: Yeah. Um, well, actually, no, I won't be here. I won't be here. You again. won't I'll be. I'll be back Monday, but I can probably Skype in if you need. Yeah. yeah I, I, do that
1: I think too. if you will have to have a, just show me what I need to do on this yeah. to, uh, Blah. 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 Smash it on the table. Just doing the show, thinking <laughs> I'm talking to you. You're not even there. Just, <laughs> you're just you're on the phone. I, mean, I can't hear. I'll I know you're. Like, you're just like hearing me in your head. Yeah. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh uh, my god. No, but uh, so today I was going to tell you. It, it's I, so I, I had my flight changed. Okay. And uh, it was on say so Booked me on Southwest, and uh, unfortunately, I hate when airlines. The, so the flight was a nonstop at six twenty at night, getting it like eight something here from New Orleans to Vegas. Uh-huh. The guy said he, like I could call in in the morning, and he was going to try to call in, and but I woke up really early, so I was like I'm just going to see before I don't want to miss any. Or I looked at flights, and ten fifty five was the only nonstop flight that day. From okay. the others were connecting, right. and I called, and the the connecting ones were almost they were ridiculously high, but the the nonstop. Same exact flight, just earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. So if I would have given up my seat on the, the later one, which they would have sold most likely, oh, yeah, or could sure. have, yeah, could. but they, they wanted the, the upcharge, 300 and something bucks. Jesus I've Christ. had airlines where they just do it for free. Yeah, And it's weird. It's like, there's but there's no rhyme or reason. Then other times, like, no, we're not allowed to do it. You have to pay. But I think part of it is when you, like, he bought the... The, the, the vendor promoter that brought the cheap, me out. The cheapest one. He got like he was able to get like the cheapest getaway yeah. one where they Southwest has varying prices. Yeah. Where they could be you can get a ticket for $50, 25 bucks, fifty bucks. That same ticket could be a thousand bucks. Like right. later on it's if not more. So anyways, uh he'd gotten the cheapest one. They didn't have those available anymore. So uh I go, shit, I got all these Southwest points. Okay. So I just used my points to get back and got on went to the airport and Got there and uh, I got I got WrestleMania on as I'm talking so P- Brock and uh, Roman uh, here in the main event which it, I'll talk with Ace about it. It's been a hell of a hell of a show. The parts I've seen, For sure. I had to run around, but I get on this flight today and uh, I always in Southwest. I always sit in the back, which I don't know why. I would like, either I get a good seat or I pre-board for my back to get an aisle seat. Right. So because if I don't get an aisle seat, you get it's like the for a, you
2: know like the zone like A B. C, I, used or, okay. I, get,
1: I used to. I get used to get A one through fifteen all the time. Yeah. But for whatever reason, they reset. I didn't fly with them for a bit, uh-huh. and they reset my status. I guess I don't know if they do it every year.
3: Oh. Okay.
1: And so, but I have all my points still. But I lost my status, so I don't get the upgrade now. That's probably
2: because you haven't been flying is frequently, and uh,
1: but I had it even after I left for quite a while from WWE. But they, uh, anyways, I, I'll, if that happens, I'll usually go get a pre boarding pass if I can, uh-huh. because what happened is, is it makes it miserable if I end up having to get a middle seat, which is usually when when I had you get a late seat position, for sure. which is what I got. And uh, all pre board so that I, and I just say, look, I've had a bunch of stem cell procedures on my back. It's, and, you can't just tell them, look, I'm a big guy. I don't want to. I don't want to make the flight miserable for everybody by having a middle seat. But, but then also, I can also kill people yeah, with no, their hands yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> The last thing you want to say to a flight, attacker, <laughs> yes, just true. so you know, I can kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, bomb, 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 bomb. bomb. <laughs> so you can't say bomb on an airplane. Yep. <laughs> Fuck you, bomb. The uh, no. <laughs> there's just certain things. Yeah, you. Just yeah, certain things I
2: got there's a there's no story I, I can tell you when, when I went to exotic exotic into Denver. But okay. I like, sorry. Yeah, but uh, I, I tend to
1: try to be extra sweet when I deal with flight attendants. And, oh, for sure. Uh, except for this asshole today. Uh, as I get on the plane, I go. I get to the back. And, uh, cause usually if a flight's not full, people, the back seats will be open, Yeah. but this was full, so it didn't matter. But I, I never know that until I'm, you know, you're, you're on there, but, uh, which I should sit in the front to get off sooner, but I always tend to kind of like sitting in the back, even though it takes way longer to, mm-hmm. to, uh, to get off there. But they, uh, so this, there was a male, a flight attendant and he, uh, I went to go run take a piss before the flight because I was going to sleep the whole way because I had to get up early I only how slept. Long, how long is the slept like, three hours and change oh, okay. so it was like didn't give me just enough sleep to get me a good night's rest from what I got how much I slept the night before uh-huh. and uh, someone's in there and I didn't know it was the flight attendant first. so I wait he comes out and uh, he leaves the door open kind of and uh, I go I go to get in walk in really tiny cramped one and um just smells like shit, really bad. And I'm like, because ah, like, he was in there for a bit. It, was uh, it the flight attendant. Yeah, the flight attendant. Okay. Oh, yeah. And uh so, but the seat, the toilet seat's down, the the lids down. Yeah. And uh, I have to piss, so I gingerly pick up the seat, and uh inside of it's just a huge pile of shit. Oh, you just push. stuck on those on the bowl. Oh and, no. uh Well, that's what I I go. Why the fuck didn't he flush this? Like, but then I go, where's the toilet paper? Yeah. Like, what do he wipe his ass with? Did this guy wipe his ass? Like this guy's handing out peanuts and fucking coffees and everybody? And like I'm now like so many things are going through my head. I'm staring at the shit, thinking of all this. Like, this guy just came out. Like, who had the like who has the balls oh, to do this? No. And like, I was like, what was he, is he leaving a gift for people? Like, does he have some sort of fetish where he doesn't like to wipe his ass and like walk around the plane with a shitty ass? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and so I fucking flush it. It doesn't fucking go down. It's stuck on the bowl, and like, oh, I was like, ah. No. Oh. No. So I piss, and then I flush again, and it goes shooting down. I was like, thank God. Yeah. But now I'm concerned. I was like. 'Cause I smelled. Guy, yeah. I don't w I was like, before people start getting on this plane, I'm like, I gotta get out of here yeah, before, before I, else comes a in woman here. or something and I come out like, no, it wasn't me, I like, sure. actually <laughs> You know I like legitimately I would have I would have fucking said that right, yeah. at this point just because it smelled if it, oh. it smelled so bad oh that I just I didn't I I I didn't want to claim that if it wasn't, you know. If it was mine, okay, yeah. but it, it wasn't, and I wasn't going to... So,
2: okay, so you 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 got
1: out of the bathroom. Yeah, and nobody was there, thank God. Okay. Nobody, the people so were still you, sitting did, in the did front did you look room. for the flashlight? Yeah, he was right there. He was standing right <laughs> there. you give him the st- stick eye? I just stayed back, like, I'm in shock. <laughs> he had his back turned like he was doing stuff. It was just like... <laughs> he, probably, he probably knew. He was like, oh, shit, he sees me. Yeah. Let, let, me let me be busy. Let <laughs> me touch as many things as I can <laughs> with my shitty hands. Oh, no. This... Blown away that this happened. Like, I can't... I've never seen anything like. I guess the only good thing was is it wasn't a, a woman. That would have been even worse. For, oh yeah. I don't know how that would have been worse, but it would have been worse. It would have been worse. Yeah.
2: Well, did, well, do you ever use a um, uh, thing called poopery? No. It it basically covers the smell of shit. Like when you when you, you spray before you, you take a shit. Oh really? And, and you know you can get lavender, you get different different kind of scents. Yeah. And literally it does any. Stench, you barely can smell, and so it's you can get it, Is like, it like a little bottle? It's to, a little bottle, you can like you bring little, with you at all yeah, times. Oh, like, I'm sure chicks have they're all over there, yeah. So you can spray it, like, and no one can, you know. You I can, can, you can tell you one
1: person who doesn't have it that goddamn <laughs> flight that attendant. attendant. <laughs> oh my god, that's... Southwest should have that in every the little dispenser in the bathroom, yeah. This thing was it was uh. Uh, it made my, my nostril hair, hairs curl. <laughs> I was, bet you couldn't sleep after Because those that. bathrooms are like supposed to, they're kind of meant to diffuse that a little bit. I feel like the toilet's in there. I don't... No, because there's no. Th- I feel like they have like a scent in there in those bathrooms usually on I mean, it, like international. Well, it's it's licensing. like a chemical scent, though. It's like yeah, but it's supposed to be able to kill
2: shit. Well, the, apparently that he had well, must have some hot. Well, he parts. had it
1: sitting on the side of the damn bowl. Yeah, wait, just,
2: he must have like literally did a swirl of his ass. This like moved his ass around.
1: I, I don't even know. Yeah. It, was a, it, it. But I my my thing is, if that's me and I'm in there, I'm making sure that when yeah, I really, I would that, literally... that shit is not in the bowl this thing looked like he didn't even try that's what i was saying like was... i think he, you
2: know what he was, you know what he done he probably took his shit closed the lid and flushed and walked away he didn't look down i think he took his shit didn't look at his shit closed it close
1: the lid pressed the... there's no way there's no way you you think he did that wipe, think... put all everything in there yeah, and i think then... so
2: yeah because you know there's some people don't look at their own shit it just like wipe don't even don't look drop it in there yeah and
1: it's flush it's interesting the shitting habits of human beings. Yeah. there should be a whole book on this of the different shitting styles. Yeah. of people. Well, there, actually,
2: I do have I do have a book uh, called uh, "Poopa Sut- oh, Sutra." I think "Crapa Sutra" or poop Sutra." Oh my god! Where it basically shows you different. I'll bring it next time. Different like uh, position styles and how to poop.
1: I'm shocked that you have a book like this. Different. Well, have you ever heard of the the um? Pooh, not Pooh, what's the What's the name of it? It's the step stool that you put, it elevates your legs. Uh, squatty, oh, Squatty, Squatty. Yeah, Squatty. Yeah, Daniel Bryan turned me on to that. I got one upstairs, but uh-huh. I never use it. I used to uh-huh. when I came in off the road, but like you have to take like, I'd come in off the road and have my jeans on. Yeah. I'd have to take my Harley boots off. You literally have jeans. to take everything off. Yeah, and then because to get gets, your feet, you can... it's the high one. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, it's it's great, mm-hmm. but it's like, like, I don't have any issues to begin with, so it's a little bit of a, it's just a hassle, right? Like, and then I, it's just sitting by my toilet upstairs. They used to have it downstairs. Well, they
2: actually have they actually make the ones where you can actually do collapsibles. Oh, really? So you could actually, you know, close you know, fold it up. They've evolved
1: way. the squatty pot, yeah. They did. I wish, uh, it's just, uh, it's a good, it's a good instrument. Like, medically, it makes sense, yeah. like, it's
2: well, because in, in, um, in Thailand, they don't.
1: When the, a lot of bathrooms are on the the toilets on the floor. ground, yeah, they're on the ground. So you literally
2: have to squat, yeah. But it's just like so disgusting. Is like, it really? Because like, well, because
1: the room for a air. lot of
2: a lot of the older homes, like built in like the fifties or sixties, they have the squat, you know, the squatties. But they basically have buckets of water, yeah. So there's no way to flush it. Oh, so you literally have to take a little bucket of water and pour down until it goes on the drain oh that's a lot of work for humans it is a, it does work and so there's no you know there's nothing in flush and so
1: um shitting is almost like sex where you just want to get out of there as soon as possible <laughs> <laughs> where you, they're like people are they're just pulling up their pants and they're not they're not they're not even trying to uh that's too much work to stick around yeah the uh uh yeah and plus man i don't, I don't know how we got s- stuck on this but the uh Plus, too, I, I've seen some pretty disgusting bathrooms where people just explode. Oh, yeah. And, like, having a toilet on the ground, I feel like, leaves a lot more room for air as far as, you know. Yeah, for sure. With, with some, I always, uh, there's just some people, like, there, we used to do that, like, Florida Championship Wrestling. That was always an issue with, uh, watching here if, uh, Roman Brock still, which we'll talk about all this with Ace here in a little bit. Um... Damn it, what was I saying? I just got you about the
2: shitting habits of
1: people, yeah. The uh, oh, but the bathrooms would be a mess, and guys would like we always got in trouble because there would be guys that go in there and shit and piss and don't flush them, and like, oh, yeah, it, it's piss would be all over it's, everywhere. It's, it's, like, it's
2: worse if like when you go to a bathroom stall or like with like multiple stalls there and then you take a shit and then you just, you always worry about people walking in when you like this ripping ass. Yeah. And then you walk out gotta see, it's, it's flush, to see it. I always do a flush to try to make a little... Or you <laughs> <just> cough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to cover up the...
1: Cough, flush. Yeah.
2: But yeah, then you just walk out and you just, just say, "See, I," you know, you look down so you don't make eye contact with anybody. Oh, so I know. You know. I, I make eye
1: contact. You <laughs> can't look down. You gotta just be a man. The, uh, I've... Had instances where though like you have to just go so bad. Yeah. Nothing's worse than when you go open a stall and like all the other stalls are taken. Oh, yeah. I've had that happen at airports before. Like bit like Chicago's notorious for. Oh yeah. It. Just all the stalls are always taken. I remember one time I was like sweating and I couldn't get in. I'm oh. like checking every goddamn door like fuck fuck
3: fuck <laughs> and then like
1: finally the you get a door and like the seat there it's the worst toilet ever like it, oh yeah and like you gotta it's you're like I can't go in this and it's uh. Yeah, sorry, we've talked about this way longer than I, I wanted yeah, but, to, but it, it's kind of relevant. Oh uh, Brock with an F5 on Roman, we'll see. Yep. Nobody's kicked out from this all year. Oh,
2: there he is, there's a kick out. Roman did. Yep.
1: The um, But yeah, I was at WrestleCon this week, and uh, it was a great experience. It was a last-minute deal where and it sucks this is this is the second time I think or third time this has happened mm-hmm. usually when you get added on late to these things they already have the books done where they like I wasn't advertised as being there but they had like yeah. a banner and everything everything was fine okay. but like i it sucks like you get people that come up all day but like a lot of families and people go by those books mm-hmm. and like who's going to be there and yeah, it it helps and then the guy was like he was I'm sorry but they couldn't get you in the you weren't in the thing and, uh, but we did great out there for the two days, four hours each day, but and thank you to all the, the people that came by. Is it like
2: a whole, it's like a, this is, yeah, or this is everybody
1: it, of everybody in pro wrestling, oh, okay. like ex WWE guys, independent guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's a mix of everybody in pro wrestling and it's right across from where WWE, it's like WrestleMania, WrestleCon is all in the same area. Right. So it's all within a, a half a mile of each other. And, okay. and this, so the city is packed. And getting around was, was uh, chaos there, but it—it's uh, a lot of fun getting to meet fans, and it's—I'm uh, very thankful um, that I get opportunities like this because it's a lot more laid back and personable, and WWE you know, uh, access and all that—it's a little stricter, and you got to kind of go quick because mm-hmm. people—it's—it's it's not a. And, again, you, you, I try to be as personable with everybody as you can, but you got to get through because you're trying to get through numbers. Yeah. Because you don't want your line to have people when they switch you out, which yeah. it always happens there. Which, do, you, do you have – is there, like, a handler to, like, keep an eye out or do you
2: use your, by yourself? No,
1: I'm with the, – the, so the people that brought me in, like, yeah. there's a person – there's, like, multiple people helping. Okay. There's somebody that takes the money for them because it's their – like, they pay you a flat rate to bring you out. Right. And then they keep the profits, essentially. Okay. So, you know, you do pictures, autographs. People can come by and just say hello. A lot of mm-hmm. people do that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, like, you just, you're there for them, though, for them to make money mm-hmm. on bringing you in and whatnot. And uh, it was good. Everybody won this year. It was a good little deal. Nice. And, uh, but it was, uh, I got to see, talked with John Cena seniors, his father, who uh, I've, he's always been really, really good with me yeah. as far as, uh, and even after, like, I've, been open, and I put over John in the ring time and time again. But from the personal, you know, instances uh-huh. um and, and stories I've shared, which some people like, some people don't. Uh It's not of my concern, but it was just something that happened, and it had affected. Not that I don't know if it affected my career, but it was just stuff that was bullshit. Yeah, bullshit, well, and it sucked. And but it, people, again, when you're dealing with top spots, of course, it, it's so I don't. I don't even take it personal. Like no, as far as no, it's a competition. Which and, people, know, I can yeah. talk about it. That's what I want. Like it doesn't mean I hate. Him. I've always said I don't hate him. No. Like, like I'm sure outside of like wrestling, I think he's probably great. Yeah. Well, whatnot, it was funny like,
2: as well. Like I was, um, I think he's coming up with a movie called the Blockers. Yeah. And um, he, in an interview, actually, he talked about his dad, and he, he I think he was, he was a wrestler before. He, he right? still is a wrestling oh, yeah. promoter. He he's does like a little bit of, like of manager. Dad. So, yeah. so um, John Cena, Cena, senior, would. Go on tour with other people, yeah. But he would just say John Cena, yeah. And so then all of a sudden, when fans come out, it's like, "Come on, please meet John Cena." It's like, no, it's the older John Cena. Yeah, it's yeah. Disappointment. So gotcha. Uh, so, uh, so take an autograph, forty bucks. So though. so Junior kind of like went up to him like Cabassa's things like, can you not do
1: that? Yeah. <laughs> you know Very interesting. The yeah. his dad though has always been uh great with me as far as uh back from when I was working with John he was always very complimentary That's cool. and enjoyed watching the matches he said and uh, cause he would like, he was at some of them and I have ran into him and his John's mom actually at a gas station leaving a show once near their neighborhood or okay. in their kind of near that was near their hometown I don't know if it was somewhere in Boston or one of those shows back east but uh he he was not far he was across at another table and uh, he came over The at the end of the first day, I believe, and uh, first or second day, might have been the second day, and um, I had a good little chat with him and stuff, and then I got to the this one was pretty funny. I met Goldberg for the first time.
2: Oh, you serious?
1: Yeah, he was actually at WrestleCon, and I don't know if he was signing there or if he just swung by to see people.
3: Yeah,
1: but he made it a point. He came over and said hello, and uh, it was very brief. Okay, but cool. uh, he looked he looked all jacked up and in his Goldberg cut is he, off. is he
2: wrestling anymore, or is he? Uh,
1: he, well, he was the main induction to the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. So, but, he, but is he, uh,
2: he, is he is he wrestling or kind of like kind of slow down? I,
1: I think he's I'm, done oh, at he's this done? Point, or it, it, it's or it's at the end. Okay. He came back and did one big run, had a championship run here recently. The, oh, the, okay. Last year, gotcha. And uh, it was uh, so they put him into the Hall of Fame this year.
2: Okay.
1: So he was out there, but we would never met. But like, that was... That's crazy. And, uh, well, then I was there, and he wasn't there, and then I left, and they brought him in. Okay. So,
2: but... <laughs> so, is it kind of like... Well, well but people compared you to a yeah, lot. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's what I... So, I was gonna... the, And I think, like, so Bill's never, like, necessarily said anything bad no. about me, but I, I know... Like, he's not happy about the comparisons. I'm not happy about the comparisons. For sure. Most people that get wrestling think it's ridiculous, because we're nothing alike outside of we have... The same bald build. head, like, yeah, but build. we're both human men, like yes. there's only so many ways somebody can look, yeah, exactly. Like,
2: well, except with the exception of Andre the Giant,
1: yeah, so. yeah, which again, big show though, like people, but like there's it, it's, it's wrestling is one of those weird things where people they try to compare, yeah, well, much. it's just
2: like any sport, like you know, like Michael Jordan, like people try to compare, like LeBron James,
1: like,
2: LeBron. Yeah. like dude, it's they're two enti- entirely different. People, people, but,
1: you know, it's just for like... For some reason, that's what people do, though. And so I was, there was something came up, and I had something, and I looked online. Because I know there were, Bill's never, like, really said anything necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. But I could tell there was, there was something happened early on. And I just saw the interview for the first time, and I had no recollection of it for, like, forever. Forever. And I remember doing it though. Now when I saw it, because it was for some reason in my head, I thought it was an audio interview when I first debuted in WWE and things were going really well and kind of on the undefeated streak, taking on local guys. I I would I did quite a bit of media, mm-hmm. and but the and I explained how this all happened where uh, WWE that they put a thing online. Uh, five guys Ryback harnesses his energy from from the past or something like that. It was like Ultimate Warrior. Okay. I think JBL might have been on there cuz he had the clothesline from hell. Uh Goldberg was on there and there was somebody else. I don't know if they had like RVD. It was some five people though. Okay. Kind of a combination of all these things and uh but the Goldberg one was the one that that started Goldberg chants. They didn't they weren't there before that and then they started and so I started getting asked about it in media interviews. And I looked back and it was from the WWE magazine, which I don't even remember it was like, I don't even remember doing this. Okay. But they obviously they set that stuff up. And but I did answer this because I was like, no, I know, I I cause I remember one comment. Um it was something though this is initially what I think probably made Bill unhappy. And not that he like not hated me or anything, but I said something where I'm a better athlete than Bill. But mm-hmm. every wrestler, competitor, that's an athlete thing. Yeah, it's like, a happy thing. He should think he's a better athlete than me, and he does. Right. And I and I don't take offense to it. Of course I but there was I made another comment about something, you know, I'm here for life, and I'm not here to like make $5 million and leave. And I look back and go, eh. <laughs> like, it kind of, a, it's a young But you know, I, young. at that point, my mindset, yeah. and I love wrestling, and not to say Bill doesn't love wrestling because I think he does. Yeah, it was just. I, but I look back and I go, "Fuck!" There was a better way to answer that than that. Even the athlete thing. But at the time, I was agitated because the comments I didn't feel were warranted. Sure. So I was trying every thing I could to try to shut this down. So that and I always said like my career is going to have to go for a certain period of time to shake that. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm fine with that and at people that understand wrestling and watch they they see the differences. Right. Um but there had I answered that differently and not just not that way um I think answering it that way maybe at a later point mm-hmm. to set up a program or something cool. But at that point I never met him so I was like uh Part of an adult, I guess, think is too is, is growing up is, is realizing when you're kind of wrong on yeah. something, and like that's one of those instances where I think I was like, I should have answered that probably more respectfully. Right. Uh, how long? But, how but long it, was part it? of that stuff was in character too, though. Uh-huh. Where you're right back this indestructible machine, I'm confident as fuck. Yeah. So like that, I know that was going through my head at the time. I just don't think I thought it was going to get traction in the neck. Like it got. It, it went the negative way, though. Right. I wanted it to go the other way. But I think that created more... Tension between you two. Not even tension with us, but with fans, too, because, like, he came before me. Sure. So, it's, again, like any other sport. Like, and I wasn't proven at that point yet. And I hadn't proven myself over a long period of time. So, people that are... You you have somebody that you... or And he was extremely popular and still is to this day.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So... People are going to – he has that loyal following. He had that loyal following, whereas I didn't have that yet. I was starting to do some good things, and things were going well based on how I was being booked and whatnot. But I I just think that I was like, man. Like, I could see – and he never, like, came out and bashed me or anything, but he he was – I think he took offense to, like, the, be, the, the better athlete comment and mm. thing. I look – I feel worse about the money comment. Like, to me, I was oh, yeah. like – I was like that, but I I understand where I was at mentally with that. But I was like, "Fuck that!" Has I had no business even, I never even met the guy, so there's no really justification for me even saying that. Right? Had I answered that, I think more respectfully and humbly, I think it would have diffused the situation much more because sure. he wouldn't have had a reason to defend himself. Right? Which he like I guess got so came out and made comments like he's like. Better athlete, come on, dude. Something, like, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Like he's he should speak up for himself on but I shouldn't have had to even that shouldn't have been an issue. Right. Like I shouldn't have even uh, put that out there. So I was looking at my go fuck. But he was completely he was cool, very, very brief. Uh you guys, took was, a picture together and kind of No, no, I didn't say all oh, the fans are gonna take pictures of this, but I don't think anyone did. Oh there wow. were a lot of people there, but I think he, he kinda came in. He was bouncing. Around. I don't think everybody knew he was there yet. Okay. People, because
2: there's so well, many. Was he like people... People wearing like street clothes or like no one? Yeah, but there's no, but that. people recognize him. Oh, they... okay.
1: But thousands of people are in this place. Yeah. So you're like, only the people in that area kind of caught attention to it last minute. So, but it was a good deal. I'm glad to have met him. I think we look nothing alike outside of bald heads. <laughs> I have completely different facial hair, but yeah. it's, uh, I get it. It, it. It's, people are always going to, you're always going to have people that, that are gonna compare you and whatnot,
0: but gotcha. it was
1: nice to finally meet him. I thought it was very nice of him that's to do, cool. just swing by. That's and very cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, so it was a good little moment. Then there's no like people think people hate each other and yeah. stuff. It's like that's what I said. Is you just get to meet someone you could talk to him for a bit. Like if we sat down and had beers, I'm sure. Yeah, it would. Yeah, you sure. find common ground and then you realize, like. Fans sometimes could be the ones that create the things. Create things that that
2: doesn't exist. Yeah, but I did
1: that first interview. was one Because I've done nothing, but I've said good things time and time again. Sure. And I'm sure he has. Uh, But I don't, I looked at that first interview and I go, fuck, 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 fuck. Like that, That looking back at it now with my mindset now and how I've evolved mentally. And again, my views on the business have changed Mm -hmm. from over the years. But I knew where I was at right then and there. When I said that, and I felt justified, and I thought that was proving to other how much I loved the business. But it had no—and I and I could have answered that in so many different ways and expressed that yeah. without bringing him into it, maybe.
2: Sure.
1: But I, I could have, for sure. But I do remember that that was—I didn't ask to talk about that either. Right. That was a WWE magazine type thing where I was asked these questions— and it kind of, but I was just like, I didn't know any
2: better. Do you remember how long how long ago was that? You, My first year, 2012. Oh, 2012. Yeah. Oh, okay. So
1: I, like, it, but it's again, you know, I, I was wrong on that for answering it that way. And I apologize because that, and again, it was nothing was ever like, fuck you, or, you know what no, I mean? No. But it was still, I look and it it just could have been handled better. But I know part of, like I said, I a lot of those interviews for media and stuff, some of them you answer a certain way others you answer in character and it kind of blends the lines sometimes. Yeah, yeah, And, like, I remember doing interviews as a... I don't know if I was babyface still, but I was starting... It was people, like, were... They were, like, haters. And, like, that the success was going really well. And, like, they were like, knocking things. And I remember answering things, well, I've, you know, I've made this much money. Mm-hmm. And, like, were things where you try to justify yourself. But like, when you go back and hear it, it can come across as very arrogant. and Yeah. But you... You when you get attacked, the first instinct I feel like for humans is to defend yourself. Yes. But and when emotions are strong and you believe in something strong but there's it's it's good to go back I think and listen to things you yeah. say because I mean, you can learn. Say, from, yeah, you
2: would say something that you regret later. And it's like, Oh, I shouldn't say that or whatever. And or you
1: could really you could just see the flaws in your thinking that you yeah, maybe couldn't see at the time. For sure. And whatnot. But it's like it's oh, it's like the WWE stuff, though, with people. Like, everything I've, I'm have i proud. Of. And the people that, like, listen to this and actually know me and have got to know me through this show appreciate the way I have expressed everything that's happened. Because mm-hmm. I haven't done it in, like, a negative as far as... And maybe some things could be taken that way. And, like, the John stuff definitely was a personal thing. And, again, maybe that's even something that I, looking back, maybe shouldn't have even put on the podcast. But I, I felt very strongly that it played a big... It had a big impact on me personally, but it, it, like I've said time and time again, like I don't hate him. I'm happy for his success with the movies and yeah. everything. I think his role in wrestling right now, I think he's, he's doing a great job and we'll talk about that on the, the wrestling part tonight with everything going on with him, but it's just, uh, I hate that, like that's why I try to address fans on the shows that I go to and just because that, all that negative media that came out with things taken out of context mm-hmm. and like, and I, and then, I, like I'm back on Twitter now and like I got to the book Crushing It by Gary Vee. It finally just, I was neglecting Twitter really bad. That is, doing Instagram lives, I have to defend myself when the time warrants it because otherwise things it just, get,
2: It builds up.
1: And I let that happen for too long. It's yeah. like it turned the other cheek. I have the Dr. Martin Luther King mm-hmm. thing upstairs and I try to keep that in mind type of deal where you just like, but the bad thing about it is not coming back and attacking people, but it's coming back and setting the record straight on yes. things. And I have to do a better job at that because otherwise things get snowballed out, snowballed out of control. Mm-hmm. It's like the Rusev stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Had I just let that go, go, oh whatever, let them think whatever they want, then that's just then that's what happened over numerous things. And it's whereas if I would have just come out and like goes, no guys, here's the deal on this, it would have made probably things a little better, than, yeah. you know, since I've left. Because that is a big. There's there's a portion of the wrestling audience, the hardcore fans, that just loathe the idea of me, uh, mm. and they they have this oh, yeah, entirely sure. created hate it that is not. It's not, like yeah, it should, it's not real. Like, not I'm okay with people not liking me for for if the reasons are valid, but it sucks when you you hear the reasons. Sometimes you're just like, no, that shouldn't be a thing, and it's you know. But yeah. unfortunately, that's part of. This, but I think social media and having the following that have taking advantage of it is a good thing. Yeah. Like Twitter being more interactive because not a lot of guys do that necessarily and some do, but I think it's a great platform in this day and age to just communicate with people. Mm -hmm. And like, if somebody says something and I see it's a common trend for somebody like steroid things, you know what? I'm going to answer this one. And just again, I've, I've said everything on this podcast and, and set the record straight, but reminding people, because not everybody's listening to everything or seeing everything. Mm-hmm. So you sometimes have to put things out multiple times and like, no, this is what I'm about, man. Like, here's the deal. I'm telling you straight up, I, I have no reason to lie to you on this and whatnot. So, it, but this, like this podcast is a great platform. Having the YouTube stuff and growing that and like it's uh, using social media though to kind of just get this stuff straightened out mm-hmm. because I don't like the, the, the image that some people have right so it's it, it's uh attacking it uh in a positive way and not attacking people that's what i'm doing like it, it is not easy sometimes me don't get me wrong when you hear like some of the hate of the things people say mm-hmm. but i'm just like this person's probably struggling when i can you know what i mean you can and you you look so it's like okay i'm an adult here i uh obviously this person some of them are the same age or older but most of the time they're younger. Mm-hmm. I want to try to help this person, but I'll try to leave a response where it's a little positive. You know what I mean? Right. Or like, read this book or do that, like, and, and try. Because it's like, there's no need... And Gary Vee's big on that, communicating with your haters as much as you do with your good fans. Because and not you're never going to convert all of them. Mm-hmm. But it could, it could help as far as uh, sometimes... A lot of times the hate isn't... A lot of times people just want to be acknowledged. Right. And they're reaching out. And, exactly. And it's so... You can't take things too personal. That's something I've had a problem with over the years. I take things very personal, personal, personal at times. Yes, because I care and I and I know what I've done and, and what I, the work I put in. But it's it comes with the territory. So yeah, I'm just course. constantly trying to learn and evolve on that end. But I wanted to touch on the Goldberg stuff because that was he, he. seems like a really chill, cool, cool dude. That's cool. And I'm never like really, I'm. It's, I it just it was one of those things. I think there might be. Where I don't think people think we hate each other, but it's like, I know we both don't like the comments. That's just one that it's, it doesn't do any of us justice. And it's, it's not too much time's gone by where we clearly are two different people and characters. Yeah. um, It's just, it's unfair to both people. So for sure. What else is going on?
2: Well, I just got back I got back from Denver. Um, Exotica was going on. So oh, yeah. Of, it's an adult convention, so a lot of the porn stars was, was you there. You had to live a great life. Well it's is like people, people would message me and it's like, hey man, what's dude, like you're like well, I did, it was just a last minute thing and so like I had some friends hit me up, it's like, hey are you coming out and I hang out. It's like, Yeah, sure, why not? I mean, these are just regular friends. I don't look at them as porn people, that's what they like. You're involved in the industry. Yeah. You're around
1: them enough where they're just people to you. Yeah, exactly. see exactly. Yeah.
2: And so it's like, it just so happens our profession is getting naked in front of the camera. And so yeah. it's, you know, it is what it is. But, um, so last week, I told you that I did a porn parody. Yes. And so it actually released on Friday. Oh, yeah. No, on, yeah, on Thursday. I'm sorry. It released on Thursday. Okay. It's the Dragon Ball Z parody. And How's so that going? It Your Feedback been good? The feedback has been... Uh,
1: Do you get feedback? For that? I got,
2: I got feedback, and I got like you know comments. It's like, like some of the negative comments were like, oh, my childhood's ruined. It's like, oh, really? It's like, yeah, my yeah. me doing you know this parody is going to ruin your childhood. They, they're the, the ones past. that chose to watch. By exactly, the way. you didn't so, want to ruin your childhood. Um, don't watch it. So I played the character. I don't know if you watched most no idea. Of it, it's a yeah. Japanese anime. Um, I've heard of it. Though, it's yeah. about it's about aliens with superpowers, and then they're coming in. Um, but it's ridiculous because, like, it's a 24-minute episode, but, like, the, the first 15 minutes is, like, a recap of the previous episode. Okay. And so, like, you get, like, literally five, ten minutes of actual action. And yeah. Then, and then another five minutes Love of, a good like... Love story. Yeah, and then another five minutes of, like, stay tuned next time. Will he, like, yeah. you know, use this power? And so, it always goes... It, I think it's just, like, an Jo and Joe because it's always... Always trying to... It's like, it's like wrestling. It's like always like our aliens, they're fighting with each other, but yeah. they're always comparing powers. It's like, oh my god, his power's up to 9,000! yeah it's like, oh my god, his power's up to 12,000! Or he's just getting all his powers! And so, um, that's like the ongoing joke with Dragon Ball Z, and it's so long, and so I... I watched a lot of episodes, but I never watched it completely, because yeah. it was just like, it's just the same thing over and over again. And so, I played the character of, of the protagonist, Vegeta, but they changed my name to Jeta. and so um but it it goes along a line where uh the story was another an alien, another aliens coming in with powers coming to earth and the the main character goku but i forgot it's i think goku goku I forgot. I forgot it's like the sexual windal term whatever yeah. but though so it's a good guy and bad guy but the good the bad guy now becomes the good guy or like it's now get along with the good guy. And so they're they're figuring out who's gonna fight this evil alien coming in. And so I lose and then the actual character comes in and face the, the, the invading uh, alien and so they fight it out and then they end up having sex. So um but yeah, so if you're curious, it's on woodrocket.com or it's also it's also gonna be in Pornhub. Um and so uh, so Brenna Sparks, uh, Missy Martinez, um, trans a uh, transgender Casey Kisses. Okay, oh, And um, Daisy Ducati, and I'm trying to think. Is there another one? I think those are before. Forgive me, but you can check my Twitter on webmasterzero dot com and and, and you can see it, or go to Wood Walk it, um, and and see who's in it. Um, but yeah, that came out, and so but. You know, just I'm just like responding to some of the haters and stuff like that, and it's like, you know, it's like how dare you like disrespect the fan base, you know? Yeah. Um, you
1: know. People um, are always. Everyone's just looking for something to be angry.
2: Sure. About. And so what's funny is that like I actually did some research on the 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 voice of uh, the, the the character Vegeta, and he talked about when they started doing voiceovers for for the cartoon because it's a Japanese anime. And they didn't have information about the show. Yeah, they were actually basing it on the, Jap- the, the Spanish version of it, and so they were translating, you know, what was talking, going on. And so the main guy named Chris uh, Sabat, um, who did the voice of Vegeta, he did an interview and said that uh, this is back in nineteen, I think nineteen ninety 1990 and nineteen ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he would do the review of the VHS tapes. And so they had you know the TV and video to go back and forth, yeah. and so he was with his roommate, and for some reason, his roommate must have put in another tape or something going on, uh, like maybe still time or whatever. That for some reason the audio didn't wasn't syncing up with the actual video. So as he was watching it, some light porn. Um, okay the the light porn will. Uh, Kind of like coincide you know with the actual show and actually yeah. he said it actually worked out really um so it was
1: you know it was great um what uh so you got back today from that yes yeah when's your next deal do you have to fly out
2: um i'll probably fly out to chicago in june okay so that's that's the next thing but yeah Very it was cool. it was fun i mean it was kind of slow at in denver because i think it's probably because everyone's want wants to wrestle everyone say, was at wrestlemania yeah it was, it was, i mean that, me, yeah. that
1: the traffic that the show brings in is amazing it's crazy
2: so but it's, it's cool hanging out and you know, going out to features and make it rain. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I'm friends with a lot of girls with featuring, and so yeah. I always joke around. I'm like, well, how about this? Instead of making it rain, I'll just get a quarters and make it hail on you. <laughs> <laughs> that way at least you can feel feel the money coming on you instead of the monies. But, but yeah, they they, they all hated it. But oh. we're, we're all good friends. But it was a good time. Hanging good out with deal.
1: Friends. I think we're going to have to go ahead. We uh, Maybe we could... We could do a little more chatting a little bit in the show. we got to call our main man, Ace, here in a second because uh, he's on East Coast time, and after seven hours of WrestleMania, he has to be up at six to go to work. Oh, my God. So he has the full review. with a. Uh, we're going to talk about that tonight, a little bit of wrestling news. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with our man, Ace, right after these messages.
0: I am the ultimate Ride back, and I'm here to tell you about Big Me, me more nutrition. It is the ultimate premium in sports nutrition. Wake up, unlimited energy. I take it non-stop and I am all the unlimited energy from the gods above. My blood, my, my skin, the energy is pouring through my system. The Good guy, all natural testosterone booster will be giving you erections to the heavens! And if you need propane, propane builds muscles upon muscles. My, I so hungry, premium grass fed prebiotic and hand whey protein isolate is what. You need fat, burn body fat with Shell Shock Extreme, fat burner, the most powerful fat burner on the market today, feed me more nutrition, save 10% with Podcast 10, available on feed v-
1: all right, we are back with the wrestling news. We got our main man, Mike Ace Malero. It's still real to me, damn it. And it's been a it's been a hell of a day. WrestleMania, seven hours. How are you holding up, Ace?
4: Oh, it was it's been exhausting <laughs> uh we we set, we skipped the pre-show we still sat through the five hours of mania itself but by the end of it i was drifting man
1: <laughs> it was uh you scared me i messaged you as we were wrapping up on our end and uh you i didn't see i had a text from you and it's i'm drifting i don't know and uh which we could have just got it done tomorrow because it probably podcasts won't go up till monday night or tuesday but i was uh I was like, "Oh man, it, it's it started at two p.m. in Vegas and it ended at nine out here," it, and I'm just thinking, I was like, "I only caught parts of it, and I there was I was able to see certain things and like a little bit, and then I had to leave and go get my townhouse keys, my real estate agent six, so she was going to bring them out today, mm-hmm. so I had to drive. I came from the airport and I wanted to go to her house then, and then I couldn't because she was she had to do a listing for today, one listing for somebody who's in Henderson, so I came home." And she's in bed, and I ran over and got him from her, and had to. It was like an hour and a half of driving, oh, and yeah. it's just. And I went, had to swing by the townhouse. So, and I tried to like have it on on my phone for a minute just to catch a little parts, but you can't be driving and watching. But I had to like have it down. And I could glance down <laughs> yeah. when at, at a light, yeah. you know. But um, man, so what do we got? You want to start off with the WrestleMania? What the all the matches, Hi. everything, or what do you? What do you think, Ace? <laughs>
4: Let's start with the WrestleMania recap, because, I mean, I I literally just watched it. I got a lot of thoughts bouncing around my head.
1: Okay, Um, I'm all right with that.
4: It was a great WrestleMania. I mean, uh, there was not a single really bad match on the card. Everything was at least very good. I mean, you know, maybe the only bad match on the card might have been, you know, the tag match with Braun, but... It still yeah. made it entertaining. Did you, did you see any of that? We watched I, that. Yeah,
1: actually, as we started the show, I, I told him, I go, hold on, this will be real quick. I want to see who his partner is. And then it was dragged up. He's in the crowd. and He was like, I go, guess I guess we got to fill the seven hours <laughs> with other stuff <laughs> besides wrestling. And uh, yeah, I, I thought it was, I'm very curious to see how this plays out with Nicholas. I, I told Asian yeah. Joe that Nicholas has now won as many championships as the big guy Ryback. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and I more know. than a lot of current WWE superstars at the mere age of 10
2: I know it's just all the haters it's like man Nicholas is so much better than you yeah, yeah.
1: I feel bad I feel like Nicholas is going to be exposed to a world of hate now by or this early on success in his career oh. that uh, the online trolls of Twitter and Instagram and Facebook well beat. just imagine when he go back to school how many kids are going to want to beat his ass now oh my god like, Oh kid, yeah, you're a yeah. tag team yeah. champion you we'll <laughs> see Braun come here Bron's going to have to take a leave of absence to go (laughs) fucking visit the schools and give speeches. Guys, it's entertainment. Oh, my God. Again, never been done before, so kudos. Anytime you can do something new, it's putting a tag title on a (laughs) 10-year-old. That's new to me. Yeah, for sure. But I thought it was a a cool little, the fans seemed to have been into it. The match was going to be what it was just to evolve the story. So I'm curious to see how uh, Nicholas does defending the titles moving on. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
1: See if you can what handle, he handle that WWE forever. road schedule. <laughs>
3: that's that's a little
1: 10 year old, no way you can handle that. <laughs> I'm kidding, everyone. Yeah, that's going to be Ryback attacks Nicholas, 10 year old tag team champion. Says, says he doesn't have what it takes to make it on the road full time. <laughs> I'll prove, prove you wrong. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: I'm, I'm going to quit school and surprise wrestle full you time. Better, you better fuck Ryback talking shit Out a 10 year old. No, guys. Eventually, I'm happy for. It. I think it's. I That's think it's. Date, like, it's man. cool. It's never yeah, been done. doesn't man. Yeah. Congratulations, Nicholas. <laughs> All right. What do we got on the the for the show here? What did you catch any of the pre show or?
4: I didn't watch much of the pre show. I did watch the women's uh, battle royal a little bit.
1: I caught part. I mean, of mean, like I
4: said, it, 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 making that seven hour uh, commitment was rough. So you know, I kind of hung hung out with the kids, played with them, and then you know, sort of. It's uh, we turned it on about six thirty. Okay. You know, so we we caught just the women's drum battle royal, which was a good match. Yeah. Uh, you know the end you know was no surprise you had Bailey and uh Sasha in the ring but then uh Bailey throws out Sasha and then Naomi slid back in the ring and threw out Bailey so it was not it, that was kind of cool because like everyone I think was predicting it to be Bailey or Sasha so you know, giving it to Naomi again I think was kind of cool way to go with it yeah no, Naomi such
1: a good person too um yeah. my th- did you hear so going by the reaction though I thought the crowd really really bit when Bailey got rid of Sasha and that they seemed more excited than when Naomi won. Um, it was almost, and you can't predict that all the time that that's going to happen that way. But there was something there to that where like Bailey showing aggression and getting rid of Sasha. People were like, finally, like finally, you know what I mean? There was something there were elicited a positive crowd response and Naomi elicited a positive response as well. Um, but I don't. Th- I think with the story Bailey and Sasha have, maybe they were more more emotionally invested. And in that is, is Naomi and Bailey don't really have any history. Two separate shows. But again, I'm very happy for Naomi. She's very deserving of of all the success that she has. So,
4: yeah, I, I think a lot of people are looking for a Bailey Sasha uh, singles match. I mean, they've been building it for the last, you know, basically five or six weeks, and then you yeah. know, for them to just both be in the battle royal, and you know. They had a quick confrontation, Bailey threw her out, and that was it. I think, you know, the crowd was definitely excited for Bailey, but like you said, I mean, it made more sense for Bailey Sasha than Bailey Naomi at that moment, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. And again, they they got what they needed for their story, but it could have been better if that was at the conclusion, if that was the final piece. Yeah. I think that that would have helped maybe build it again. It, it, that's just an outside perspective, I'm not in the, the inner circle. So they uh they have their reasons for going with Naomi, and it's – uh But in it too, it's only so many things they could put on the show. So as far as in in them being on that position on that, but they were at least featured in it. They had entrances, which is always nice. You want that for when you're in those rumbles or battle royals. Uh, It sucks going out as a group. That it's kind of, it doesn't make you feel good going out. You know what I mean? When you're, it's nice to be featured Um, because it's perception is reality. And when, the company cares, fans care. The company shows they care; it helps fans care more. I feel so. But I saw another the, great match. You know, oh yeah, go ahead.
4: Sorry, sorry. Another great match. Uh, Charlotte and Oscar had a great match, and uh, I think no one expected to see Charlotte win. So you know, but it was a great match though. It had a really old school feel. You saw uh, Oscar was working the shoulder of the whole whole uh, match, and Charlotte was selling it. It just, you know it just really came off as a really cool old school match and it was you know great to see two women featured in that spotlight and uh like i said charlotte getting the win i think she surprised everybody so
1: yeah they uh i saw a good part of that and i might have missed the beginning but i i think i got home and that one was on um uh the it helps like they they have they have charlotte is is gone in there and they busted her ass from day one um and but like when you're the, they they have they've allowed her to win big match after big match, uh, even though she has lost at times. It it wins like that are what bring you to different levels, and it's like the, the Asuka thing. I don't Asuka. I always call her Asuka. Asuka. The mm-hmm. they invest a lot of time into that in that undefeated streak, and I think it's just a way they. Eventually, you got to get away from that because there's only so many people she can work with, and you know what I mean. So they, I think that that's they are they have been behind Charlotte as being their female John Cena, if you will, or that you know that that featured female performer that was that was chosen a long time ago. So and she's backed it all up and, and busted her ass. So it's a big win for her, and it almost it, it gives her that momentum. It gives her more momentum than she even had, and it was a surprise; nobody thought it was going to happen. So. It's uh, that's always a good thing.
4: Yeah, I think you yeah, have the problem with you know the, the Goldberg problem where you know once you get that end of that in undefeated streak, what do you do with the person now? So so yes. you know, by having Oscar lose the way she did, you know, and you know, congratulate Charlotte at the end, I think it actually worked well for her character. So
1: yeah, I thought it was it was well done, and her losing again in wrestling, it, you need to lose at times, but you need to yeah. also win at the right times. And it was all right for her not to win on this. If if they're gonna have her lose, it's great to have her lose at WrestleMania. She she's still going to be a strong performer for them is, as long as they, they continue booking her uh in in matches where she can feature her skills and whatnot and, and go out there and work with people. So it it's she's probably better in the long run, doing that, because it will create more opportunities. She just can't beat everybody all the time unless like they they probably felt you know they they mentioned Ronda and her you know next year but again for her to to go undefeated for another year they don't have the roster for that and it would have been yeah. really and they're looking at that problem and okay this isn't a problem we want to to take on coming up so they that that's that could be part of the reasoning on that and again it's a surprise and WrestleMania is the one show where I feel like we can as wrestling fans you kind of get your surprises that we used to get all the time on Raw and nitro and all that so it was a uh, it was cool to see
4: yeah uh, speaking of Ronda you know did you catch any of our match
1: I it was that's when I had to go get my keys I saw the entrances and then I caught part of parts of it in the truck driving across town um, I saw the end and it looked yeah. Like the end was pretty solid. How did how did you think she fared in there? She looked physically looked great. I thought in shape, and um, but I was curious. What what were your thoughts on that? I did. I did not. That's one of them. I'm going to go back and actually watch the whole thing.
4: They they laid out a really good match in the beginning. It was a angle and Triple H, and you know he was definitely making trying to make the tag. But uh, when she, he tagged her, it was just hot, man. The crowd was going nuts. Uh, you know, at first, it looked like she was a little hesitant, but I mean, she picked up quick. I mean. There was one or two things in the beginning with Stephanie where it looked, you know, a little awkward, but okay. I mean uh, like almost immediately she you know, seemed to f- feel more comfortable. Uh she did a spot where she picked up Triple H, put him in a fireman's carry. I mean, oh, wow. she just looked like she was ready <laughs> for, to be in the ring and uh, you know once well, she got a little, you know, a little of the nervousness out, she looked real solid.
1: Yeah, that's so again, in going out there, I'm sure the nerves in being in that environment for the first time it can be extremely overwhelming, whether you've done it your whole life or not. And she hasn't, even though she's performed her whole life and in, in, in fighting and whatnot. It's just a different environment. So I think the once she can get out there and start moving, like you said, those nerves, kind of, you kind of forget they, every the, the, the nervousness goes away and you can just concentrate on performing. And then she does a few things, they go well, confidence is there, bam. So I thought that was, the crowd looked like they were really, really into the end from what I saw. So, which is the most important thing. Like, that's all that you work for is that reaction. That's, like, you can go out and kill yourself for 30 minutes. If that crowd's not there at the end, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So, it's congratulations to her for... uh, Because I I honestly didn't know how it was... No idea. You want to see everybody succeed and do well, but you never know until they go out there and do it. So, it's, I'm sure she will be extremely confident moving forward as she just went out on the on the biggest show of the year and performed. And again, I'm sure they had one hell of a match mapped out. I think as she continues to, to, to be involved and, and work more, she's only going to get better and better as she experiences more situations. And they got a hell of a female roster. so Yeah. Uh,
4: and when Triple H came out, he looked very manly on his three-wheeler.
1: I was, uh, you messaged me, you go triple H on the trike (laughs) and, uh, God damn, I I love that bike. They're going to sell that thing out (laughs) there. I'm sure that's going in his garage. That thing looked badass. I I, as much as I feel like we, we pretty similar on our, our thinking. I feel like (laughs) on certain things, he, I wanted the Terminator entrance for, that was something I've wanted to do my whole (laughs) life. And he does a Terminator entrance with Arnold and I had to like. I was like, "Holy fuck!" I even said it in a couple interviews that I'd wanted. I think I did. I maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe I told some of a couple like Ziggler or somebody, a couple guys. who he probably went and told Triple H, "You should go do this Terminator entrance to really piss the big guy off." But it was uh, I thought that that Terminator entrance was probably my favorite entrance of all time because I wanted to do it. It's uh, I always thought it'd be funny to do the. They have a, a 3D image of, but I, so for me to do this, the Terminator entrance now, it would have to be different. Uh-huh. I would do a hologram of me naked in the little ball oh, no! And the hologram would show up with the electricity and it'd be just <laughs> naked right back in the, like the little fucking curled <laughs> position. And then it would fucking, the Terminator fucking music. And then right as like, okay. you see the, the hologram begin to fucking like, I'm I, like, I'm going to come up. The hologram goes blank and then it goes into the feed yeah. me more. And then fucking, I come out fully geared up. The uh, electricity fucking put my fucking singlet on and have a fucking badass Terminator oh. singlet. That's how I would redo that and oh. make it my own one day. Oh. The, uh, that trike, goddamn. I, I loved it. I'm not gonna, I can't even fucking lie on that. I think it's safety first. Badass, but safety first. Those bikes, those two wheelers, man. Yeah. Fucking hit a little kink in the stage, you're fucking going down. Can't do that. Will you wearing your helmet? <laughs> oh, I would have fully been, that would have been another, if I ever do a trike entrance, I will be fully fucking geared up. I will have, I will have biker jeans. I'll have elbow pads, knee pads, fucking big ass fucking helmet with a chin strap. I'll look full blown coming out, but God damn it. I'm fucking safe. <laughs> he looked. by the way, Triple H looked great. Uh, he yeah. was shredded, shred city, uh, I wonder if he does my tricks because that's for WrestleMania. I would always do a bunch of uh, David Otunga. Would tell about this. The the uh, smart water is um, distilled water. Distilled water is really really good to get rid of body water. It makes you piss like crazy. It gets rid of water under your skin. So what I did is I go by buy the over the counter water pills at like Walgreens. And the week, as we get there the week before mania, usually, usually you have like five or six days there. So what I would do is I would increase my sodium for like the week before, and you, you consume way more sodium than you normally would, and you hold on to quite a bit of water. But then you start d- drinking distilled water and taking these water pills about, I would do it about five, six days out, and you just start losing massive body water, pissing all the time, and you get really, really, it's a bodybuilder thing. And you got to be careful. Like the day of the show, I wouldn't do any distilled water. I would drink regular water so that you make sure you're hydrated and I would do my electrolytes. But up to that point, the day till the day before, I would do everything I could to get rid of as much body water as possible um, to come in as lean as I could. That last year, I did that when I had the pre show stopper because I was in trunks. The, the year before, when I was in the singlet, shredded still, but I was out drunk the whole night because that's when I think we've talked about that. When I found out about the Battle royal stuff from one of the writers in the hotel room, we were already drinking, me and Zigman, before we went to the Hall of Fame. That's a thing a lot of... You like to sometimes have some drinks to go to those. And had I went this year, I probably would have had a lot, because it was very long, I heard. But um, it was... Uh, I got way too drunk that year, Leandro, <laughs> the Andre the Jack Memorial Battle Royal. Oh, yeah. I, I said it before, I, I missed the bus. I, I was fucking... I was red-hiding, like... I took a car with Roman over to the, they had Roman had a private car Uh and I fucking went with him because I had no other way to get there from the, from the hotel. And, uh, otherwise I would have to take like an Uber 30 minutes across town. And I, that was, was, we've talked about it before. That was, there was a lot, that was extremely at a frustrating time for me. And I had a long talk with Vince that day at WrestleMania and, uh, didn't change anything, but it was, it was good to get it out nonetheless, but. That, uh, yeah, man, he, I thought, good. congratulations to all of them, though. That that was, uh, it seemed like the crowd was into it, so.
4: Uh, the other thing was funny. We saw Cena pretty much the whole beginning of the night. He was sitting in the crowd, and they kept showing him very quickly. And then uh, finally somebody that. comes out, comes over, says, he's here, he's here. So Cena gets up during the women's match and literally runs up the ramp. And, Wait, uh, what? Goes... I didn't see this. <laughs> so basically Cena was in the crowd.
1: I saw and, that. Uh, yeah, I saw he's... shots of him. He was having a beer or two. Or yeah. five or just, ten.
4: Just, just as Charlotte and Asuka's match ended, you see somebody go over to whisper him, whisper in his ear, "He's here." So Cena gets up, literally runs up the ramp door as the women are celebrating, you know. And then uh, a couple matches later, he finally comes down. He's like, uh, "You know, okay, let, let's get started." And then uh, Elias comes out.
1: <laughs> I missed all of this. I just saw the very end of the sequence of the Chokeslam Tombstone, and I didn't know yeah. how long of a but, match they had.
4: They, their match was literally two minutes. It was under uh, so Cena comes out, Elias comes out, mocks him, he beats up Elias, he starts walking up the ramp, then everything goes dark. Taker's music plays, he comes down. Yeah, you know, Taker looked amazing. <laughs>
1: yeah, from uh, what I saw yeah. of him, that looked like he physically looked better than he has before.
4: Yeah, the the, the match started literally. Taker just beat the shit out of him, joke slam tombstone. That was it. <laughs> I mean, it was the something you don't expect from a Cena match, but it was. Uh, I was just, I was just looking on
1: Wiki. It said it was like four minutes long or something like that. I think that that probably, and again, I don't know what Taker's health is and everything, but for the way that this angle is played and the way John has kind of attacked him and over the weeks um, from a storyline perspective, I'm totally okay with that because I think I mean, if that if that's Undertaker's last match, also, I think that's a great send off. If it, if he chooses it to be his last one, I don't know. I don't know if that's. Um, but it's interesting to see John. John's still featured in main roles, but he's yeah. on the opposite end more times than not here as of late. And it's, it doesn't hurt him at all, actually. This was of a little weird, not. this storyline, like as far as how, again, but he uh, he's... That's, I've always said that there were times earlier in his career I think he could have done that. But I don't think that was necessarily his call, and that was most likely Vince's call more times. And I don't know how much interaction he had as far as if he ever changed finishes with anyone or I, I I couldn't say, I I have no idea, but I've always, and I've heard him say before when we were doing things and he goes, a lot of people think it's me. It's not. And it would like, I've heard Vince like come out and say that John needs to be strong at the end like very adamant at times about like John looking good early on and or well into his career. But, were times where you think he he was could have maybe done something for someone where it didn't happen as much. I think to his movie role stuff now and taking on outside things more has probably changed his perspective on how he handles business to a little bit. And but he's still being used. But he he's it's he's doing good because he's helping others more so than not now. So and it's never gonna hurt him because he's so established.
4: I mean, it worked. I mean, put over you know AJ. I mean. The whole reason AJ got over as big as he did is, you know, Cena, you know he defeated Cena over and over again. So Absolutely. he was one of the few people you, you know, over and over you know, where Cena truly put AJ completely over. Yeah, so. you
1: need big wins to get really, I mean, like, I'm telling you, it, it wins and losses matter. You can lose, they, they don't matter, they're not the end all be all all the time. But you need to win big matches to to be at an upper level long term. Like It really, really is, it's a thing. And everybody knows it, so. But that's I, it's good to see. Not that Taker needed a winner, but I think it's good with the way that storyline played out that he got the win the way that he did. And it doesn't hurt. I mean,
4: John it just made opinion. him look. It just made him look strong. I mean, like yeah. I said, the last couple times we've seen Taker, he just didn't look great. I mean, the last the match last year, at Roman. I mean, he just looked beat up. So yeah. by having him come in and just have that dominating, and I, I, I agree with you. That's his last match. Just have him go out the way he came in. You know, absolutely strong.
1: You know, and John, John's whole defense is he was drunk. He was there He he was there as a fan. He was yeah. just having a good time. He, he had a few too many beers. He, Taker clearly made it known he wasn't going to be there. And then he fucking shows up and throws John a curveball. That's why John got beat. If I'm big John Cena fan, that's what I'm saying. Honey, did you see? Honey, did you see? He I saw him have at least three beers on the pre-show alone. There ain't no way he was fucking the real John Cena out there. He didn't know he was going to be there. Damn it. Damn it. that's just my opinion he was was a little tipsy he wasn't ready for the dead man from a storyline perspective I would have been tanked if that would have been I would have been drinking fucking straight jack fucking had three (laughs) bottles empty by me staggered into the ring I would have made sure everybody knew I was not fit to wrestle choke slam fucking tombstone brother one two three done yeah pay me (laughs) oh
4: we also, you know, Daniel Bryan made his in-ring return. He had a great match. Uh, you know, they, they kind of started the match. Uh, Owens and Sammy took him out. They, they stretched Daniel Bryan to the back, so Shane was fighting by himself. But then uh, Daniel Bryan came back down, made had the hot tag, uh, and he just looked great. I mean, it didn't look like he lost a step. He was just moving like a madman.
1: Yeah, I caught, a, I missed the beginning of it. I caught, like, the end portion, and I thought he looked phenomenal. And his win looked great. I don't know how much or did he wrestle a lot early on too, or
4: he got stretchered out early. So basically, once he came in, he stayed in the rest of the time. But like for the first like, then, say six seven minutes, he was out entirely.
1: Okay, so I must have saw when he slid back in the ring and saved yeah. Shane. That was the first time he'd been in since he got stretchered out. Then correct? Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. No, I thought though, like I, I I liked what he did in his on his drop kicks. He used the ropes to not land on his head, but then on the last one or two, he kinda did it. But I he's smart like that, where if he can do that every time and soften that blow on those drop kicks for him and everything. But he did the drop kick off the top and it, i I all the Daniel Bryan stuff that he's known for, his signature stuff, I thought he looked as good as he possibly could have looked. And I'm sure the more he's in there, I think he'll even look sharper. But I thought he looked fucking great. Like that was I'm I, mean, yeah. I, I so happy for him on so many levels. It, it, I can't, the, the guy, it, it's, it's incredible. Um, it's a great comeback story that I think everybody can relate to.
4: Um, the, the one match, you know, it wasn't even a bad match. It was just, since it was so late in the card, I was just done. was AJ sinske AJ yeah. uh, It was a great match, but like, I was telling my sister, she was like, should I watch it? I'm like, watch it on its own because you watch it, after watching the show for four hours, you're going to be exhausted. I mean, it was a good match. I mean, but, I, I was just drained, uh, you know. But I was surprised by the ending. Shin, uh, AJ won, and then uh, Shinsuke turned Healy. gave him a nut shot right after the match.
1: I saw that, and I saw most of that match actually. And the one thing I thought I thought the crowd was very down for that match. Um, yeah,
4: they, I mean, like they were out.
1: Unfortunately, this is one of the drawbacks to wrestling late at WrestleMania, where the crowd, like they, they people only have so much energy. There's only so much mm-hmm. wrestling you can see. And so again, they're se- they've seen all these big moves all night, um, and I don't know if the story was as strong. I know for maybe hardcore wrestling fans, it's a dream match, but for your casual WWE audience, I don't know if that's the case because they don't really have a history in WWE, where you know what I mean. And I think it, it's sure. with social media. I think a lot of the, the hardcore people knew that but the the build might not have been as as well as other matches as far as cuz they kind of were banking the dream match that was the story from new japan okay. but so that uh but again i don't think that's entirely i think it's just a match late in the show uh the crowd they only have so much energy and they sometimes just shut down and uh it's happened to everybody and it's not like it's nothing against the people out there working it, it's just that's what it is so but i did i think that i think nakamura as a heel is very interesting and i like that i think he is better suited as a heel in america personally watching him even though i i love that he he's one of the guys that i feel like understands how important mannerisms are in yeah. wrestling that it's not just the moves the moves are quite frankly not the most meaningful thing not even close they're just kind of a, a means to an end to tell a story in there. The, it's the mannerisms and things like that are what make pro wrestling so cool to me. And like, and I see little kids in, impersonating him all the time and whatnot. So I feel like he has a good grasp of that. And I think with his, I think he'll embrace being a heel very well and, uh, and, and have a lot of success, success as, as long as he's allowed to. So. Uh,
4: the main event, you know, was, it was, you know, it's kind of typical Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, uh, a lot of finishers a lot of kicking out i think i think uh he hit like five f4s on him including one through a table and then reigns kept kicking out it was you know the crowd was chanting boring i mean oh really it's it, it just yeah it just seemed like a weird way to end the show i mean you know, you had all these really you know great exciting matches and the last one was just typical brock lesnar you know gonna hit you with you know 10 different suplexes and then you know, a bunch of f5s and Roman, I, I don't think he did anything other than a couple spears and a couple uh, Superman punches. It was, just, you know, it was just a very bizarre way to end a hot show. You know,
1: I had it on as we were recording here, and I, I couldn't. I tried to watch a few things. I saw the spears, and then, but I was getting distracted. So I'm trying to just concentrate on the show. Did Brock win? Brock won. Yeah. That's what I thought. I saw. I thought I saw. I didn't see the finish, but I saw him with the championship leaving. And I go, wait, I go, oh, wait, Brock won. So I wonder what the uh, the deal is with that because everyone was was anticipating Roman being the one, you know, that came out victorious, victorious in this. But obviously they, they threw some curveballs in there to people, and that's, a good, that's always a good thing, um, especially in this day and age where everyone gets upset because they read the dirt sheets before and get mad that what, hap- what said sometimes actually happens. Um, but yeah, Brock's style is, he's not the same Brock as when he was first in WWE. His style has completely changed and that style has worked very well over the course in the beginning, especially I think with him, but I think it's also, as much as it's helped him, I think it hurts sometimes is that it, they built him up so strong that it's hard to sometimes get sympathy with him, with guys because they just simply haven't allowed it all that often. But like him and AJ had a great match before, and and they they really and AJ you know got his ass kicked, but he was allowed to kind. Of, Brock looked weak with his leg at times, and they like, they were able to. They told a really good story in that, but it with Roman they've wrestled before numerous times. It's there's it's. I don't know. I didn't see the whole match. I I always enjoyed the physicality of Brock matches. I think it's great, but it's. I know. I know the. I can understand people's frustration sometimes, but I think it's they've just built him in such a way that it's hard for them to expand on what they're doing because it's of how they. It's almost like they painted themselves in a bit of a corner with him, with how they book and they. But they've stuck with it. it, and again, but it's believable. For a casual audience That's member. So at the end of the day, as much as... And again, as much as people, like, they could say they're unhappy with it, they're going to watch Brock matches just for the sheer fact you don't know what you're going to get necessarily. And it's... So I, I, love, I, I love it. I love his style and because it's believable to me and, and whatnot. And he when he sells, he knows how to fucking sell his ass off. He, I think he's great at selling. Uh, but I understand that they they've kept him strong for years, but it'll be, will be curious to see how they play this out. Cause I'm unprofessional and have my phone on <laughs> people setting multiple voxes, but shutting this off. But yeah, I think I overall, I heard the feedback. People seem to think it was a really great WrestleMania and uh, that's cool. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy yeah. to hear that.
4: The beginning and it was a top, a top a pretty top notch show. I mean, there wasn't you know anything that dragged. I mean, one thing I did notice I was uh, looking at Wikipedia because I had the match times. Uh-huh. Uh, there was two hours and twenty three minutes of matches out of the five hours. No shit. There was, shit. A, lot of, there
1: was well, a lot of video. Braun that, looking uh, for Nicholas, Nicholas only took an hour and a half. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, that
2: <true. laughs> was it
1: killed ninety minutes. So is right that now. like a
2: record, or is that like what is like a Guinness Book of Records? Of that's like insane, games? actually.
1: I, two hours I, I, of
2: actual, I, 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 like two what, two. what was it? it? Two twenty three. Two twenty three of, 223 out of actual wrestling.
1: Shit.
4: Yep.
3: That's, I wonder if
1: with the, the seven, I, I wish they would do the seven hour number because the pre-show is more. Three, it's,
4: it's, three, it's three hours out of seven. If you, if you add in the pre-show. Holy shit.
1: <laughs> For people sitting there, that is, but again, <laughs> you can only see so much wrestling. So maybe that, that is by design. I mean, obviously it's by design and with video packages and backstage cuts and everything, it's going to the panel and it's, um, and he give people time to go to the bathroom and get food. I'm sure nobody took advantage of my Uber Feats program that I'd set up. I was delivering... Yeah, yeah, I was the one that delivered his beers. The uh, and I came in earlier today. I flew home. I got an early flight out of Orleans, so I was happy to get home here. But it's... Uh, I was actually supposed to... Ziggler wanted me to come over to the, the WWE hotel and have drinks. And it was on WrestleMania, or uh, the Hall of Fame night, and I... I was exhausted because I didn't get into New Orleans I didn't get to my room until nearly right before like two something in the morning I didn't get to bed till like 3:30 I couldn't fall asleep till four and then I got a wake-up call at five when I was supposed to get a wake-up call at nine to get ready for my signing Shit. and uh, they gave me two of them actually five and 515 so uh <laughs> I did not sleep great that first night in and uh, I told Ziggler, I was I'm fucking exhausted I can't come tonight man. And plus, yeah, I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, there's friends, I love a lot of people there I'm, you know, I like and like everyone there. It's just, I was, I was, I don't know if it's the time is right to go back over there. Everything would have been great and it would have been great to see a lot of the guys. Because a lot of, after that Hall of Fame, a lot of people go down to the hotel bar and drink and whatnot, but, well, yeah, passed, so not right now. <laughs> what else we got going on? Anything else in the world of wrestling this week or...
4: Uh, just one quick thing I, about during WrestleMania, they had a commercial for shows coming up on the WWE Network. Yeah. And one of the shows is Something Else to Wrestle with Bruce Pitchard. Apparently, oh, wow. Bruce and Conrad's, Conrad, Bruce and Conrad, Conrad's podcast are going to be doing some video episodes for the network. Uh, Bruce said on uh, Twitter, him and Conrad have complete creative control. WF's not producing the show. WF's not censoring the show in any way. Uh, <laughs> it's a hell of a platform for them to get it on the network. So.
1: Absolutely. Congratulations to them. That will do nothing but help them. And I hope they do – have their freedom and creative freedom that, that that has helped make them what they are. Conrad's yeah, great, yeah, man. Any show Conrad's a part of is has been money. He 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 does a very he is a great co-host or whatever you want a wingman. Uh, I don't know what the the correct term is for him, but he is great at what he does.
4: Yeah, he does a ton of research. You know, he knows that he knows how to get the best out of you know Conrad and, and he, yeah. Uh, he no. has
1: the right questions that's for damn sure yeah, you know so he's uh and he always has good chemistry with the guys that he he does it with so that's they'll be interested to see interesting to see that on a on a, on a tv platform and a, from a video yeah. standpoint um but i think i think i think it'll be great so congratulations to them
4: uh, just a couple bits of news i mean you know we kind of talked about wrestlemania uh the one thing you know we kind of talked about was uh Dana White was said, said that Brock's definitely returning to the UFC. According to MMAfighting.com, one of the UFC's biggest box office draws will be heading back to the Octagon. During her appearance on UFC Tonight on Wednesday, host daniel Cormier, ex-Daniel White, the former UFC heavyweight champion Brock Lesnar is coming back, and White gave a clear indication it will happen. Brock's definitely coming back. I don't know when, but yes, he is. Uh, but there are several hurdles facing the 40-year-old Lesnar should he make his comeback official. The suspension was frozen while he made the decision to retire. He could also face extra drug test scrutiny because, given his status as a fighter returning from retirement, yeah. uh, Lesnar is currently played by the WWE. We expect to lead the promotion after an appearance at WrestleMania this Sunday.
1: Interesting. He uh, is he going there with the WWE championship? That's uh, I don't know.
3: <laughs> with the UFC
1: championship, he'd be the champ, champ like uh, be the champ of WWE and the champ in UFC. That'd be pretty, pretty damn cool. <laughs> That's uh, interesting. I, I mean, who knows what's going on with all that? I saw Dana was at the WWE for wearing a Ronda Rousey shirt tonight. I don't know if I he was just out there too. for his match. Well, speaking mat. of
2: which, I mean, did you hear about um, Conor McGregor? Yeah, yeah, thing? yeah. And yeah, people, crazy. people thought it was just a, it was like a, a WWE wrestling stint. I know. I nasty. think. That, I think
1: the fact that people are even thinking that is yeah. But nobody got hit or punched in any of that. And that look, I watched. I saw the video. I will say this: Connor is an extremely smart man. He knows not not to say that that if that was completely real and that. Well, there's there's my, videos of people getting cut
2: from. He actually threw the yeah. dolly
1: at the bus. Yep, yeah,
2: and people actually getting
1: cut. And from again, him. with with legal stuff and stuff, this could be come out to be really, really bad. I'm just saying, but he is. If you look at all these, like, fighters from the past, they all seem to have controversy around them in some way, shape, or form. Right. He hasn't fought in UFC in, like, a year and a half or almost something. Almost two years. Almost two years. Yeah. And he still, he's, he finds a way to, it's almost like Donald Trump. He right? always the way There's no such thing as bad press in his mind. Right. Uh, and where Conor might just, think people talk about him. And, like, again, if that was completely, uh, you know, unhinged and everything went down, how that came, like... That it's not good by any means, but I don't think I think it, it. All it does though is creates more hype for when he fights again.
3: Yeah. He, well, he, if he fights, this again, makes
1: that's yeah. The question. But it makes more headline for casual people that might not have heard of him. Yeah. That 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 makes more people want to see him fight. I'm telling, and it's that's where I think he again a lot of negatives can come from this if people are injured and not smart by any means. No. But at the same time, he is a smart guy. He's not. He's not
2: Well he's a million he's like a multi millionaire But he, now, he's yeah.
1: if you watch documentaries on him and stuff, he you can see the you can see there's Connor when the cameras are on and there's Connor when they're not it, Yeah, when he's at his home. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. I I, I don't know what to make all, of all of that, but it's uh he did get it he did go to jail, so Yes. I don't think he would just <laughs> you know it's
2: yeah, I don't think the, the police will be on in on it. It's like, hey, yeah. Connor is like, good job. Right? <laughs> hey, guys, we
1: need you to arrest him. Just, yeah, just bring him in. We'll get some photos. Fucking, we'll give you a little money on the side. You know, we'll make this look legit. They're doing pro wrestling better than pro wrestling now. Yeah. No, but it's... <laughs> the, the, I always said, though, if they can incorporate stuff like that, though, and they pay it off with real fights... But you don't want it to become a circus act either. No, of course so not. that's the thing with fighting. So there's a fine line. But for certain matchups, because if the Khabib was involved in this, went now, now Khabib versus Connor, and they do that fight in Moscow, or where? Oh yeah. Connor is playing the ultimate heel. How does it like? And that's where I'm saying is he just so smart where he's like, "Fuck it, I'll get arrested. I don't give a shit." That's right. I'll, and I'm gonna make fucking 500 million on this next fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And go into this guy's country and be the ultimate heel. And like and if I get beat, oh, well, I just went against the odds. Like, you never know what anyone's thinking. Again, not smart. Dolly would have been better hitting the side of the bus, not the window. Right. Which he could have just <laughs> probably, overhe- he
2: probably He probably like, lifted up. And oh, fuck. It. He probably had yeah, like. Oh,
1: shit. I'm so sorry.
2: I'll pay for your medical bills. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's yeah. what I would say. He was like, God damn it, I missed. <laughs> but. All right. Anything else we got going on with the Lando right. Wrestling?
4: Uh, Here's an interesting one. Al Snow purchased OVW.
1: Uh,
4: Former former WWE superstar Al Snow announced Friday he bought Louisville-based Ohio Valley Wrestling. OVW produces one one of the longest-running television wrestling shows in the United States. The company was once the official training ground for the WWE. Helped launch the careers of many superstars like John Cena and Brock Lesnar. He said professional wrestling has always been a passion. After 36 years in the ring, he felt he could pass his experience and knowledge on to the next generation of OVW wrestlers. Uh, Danny Davis founded OVW in 1997. He announced he's retiring to Florida.
1: Congratulations to Danny Davis and Al Snow. Um, I know both of them, and Al, I just saw it. Russell WrestleCon. He actually swung by and said hello. It looks great physically. It looks like the best shape he's ever been in. Um,
4: yeah, I saw it months ago. Show sure he looked amazing.
1: Yeah, he. Uh, so, but he he was very instrumental in OVW when I was down there, and uh, so I think that's a good thing. I think he Danny is well, well-deserved retirement, move to Florida, enjoy life. Uh, Danny Davis was always really, really, really great with me. Great to me. Him and Julie, his wife. And, um, I can't thank them enough. Yeah. He always believed in me before I even believed in me, actually. So it was, uh, really, really cool. But Al, I think will be, uh, is a great person to take that over and I'll be curious to see how he grows it and, and what happens. I think Al has a brilliant mind in wrestling in everybody has their take on things and their opinions on things. He's I, when I hear him talk, there's, I agree with him more often than not. Um, and he was one of my beginning trainers and he was always, always about psychology. And before I got there, I really knew nothing about that from deep South wrestling was a little more, um, physical and OVW was more mental. And, uh, I thank him for that because he uh, he does he he's a he has, if you listen to any of his shoot interviews and stuff he you can learn a lot listening to Al Snow and again a lot of things are opinion and what I everyone has their take on things based off of their career and their experiences but he has a lot of experience he's been around a lot of people and uh, he I always thought he was a great trainer so it's uh, and he knows how to communicate things to people he's good at it so I think it's a good move congratulations to Al.
4: Uh, one, another story, unfortunately, uh, Al, uh Alberto Patrone Al Patron was fired from Impact. Uh, apparently he failed the show at, uh, Impact's Friday night show against Luch Underground, and then Saturday he failed, failed the show during another event, so they end up firing him. Uh, he was supposed to fight Austin Aries at the pay-per-view in Austin's, April 22nd. Now they changed it to a triple threat, Austin Aries versus Pentagon versus Phoenix, which is actually a pretty hell of a good match. Those guys are all from Luch Underground. Yeah. But, uh. So far, Abreu hasn't reached a statement himself, but it you know seemed to kind of come out of nowhere. So
1: I wonder: has it uh, been confirmed that he's all right, or do they not know? I wonder. First thing I thought when I saw you sent that was, oh, he's probably going back to WWE because just about like a month ago, they were talking about he was up there recording yeah. stuff. And most, if you're if you're at WWE headquarters, as big as that place is, the 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 stuff where he's at is not far from Vince. There's no doubt that he met with Vince when he was there. No doubt. He probably didn't meet without Triple H, Vince, Stephanie, if she was there. He wouldn't be there and not see them. Or I don't think they would have him come there and not... So, I think it's probably... I don't even think... I I didn't know if he was under contract with them or doing a per-show appearance. So, it might just be them... Kind of just having the upper hand on it, so it's not like he, you know what I mean. If he knows, showed, I I don't know that the nobody knows probably the real what was really going on. But if that is the case, they probably just okay, we're just going to terminate whatever agreement we did have, whether a handshake deal or per appearance deal, or if there was a contract in place. And I wouldn't be shocked if he's just going back to WWE. Um, Again, you always want to do good business though with everyone, you know, as far as your commitments or things of that nature. But again, I don't know anything about the situation. He might have called them and told them. Maybe they just weren't happy with it. And maybe they chose to handle it that way. I don't know. Or it could have been that he did know show and it's. I think it's stuff comes out. You never know who's telling the truth or whatnot. And so we'll be I'll be interested to see what happens with all this.
4: Yeah, I mean, we had talked a couple weeks ago about it. you know it seemed like he might be coming back. So uh, definitely keep an eye on it. And uh, that's all I got for this week
1: all right anything you want to go ahead and uh plug before we go ahead and take another break and i thank you for a great wrestlemania recap ace in, in the news this week
4: i to do it bro uh just uh you can catch me on criticalblast.com uh on facebook and twitter sketch nm uh, that's it <laughs>
1: good deal well ace get some sleep we know you got to get up here in a little bit appreciate you joining us yeah. late sunday night And uh, recover from that WrestleMania. (laughs) No kidding. And uh, we will talk with you next week, Ace. Good night, guys. Take care. And we'll be right back after these messages, guys. Hey, guys. This is the big guy, Ryback. And I want to personally say thank you to you guys, our great listeners and supporters, for an amazing 2017. 2018 is surely going to be even better. Need me more nutrition, my natural premium sports nutrition company had a phenomenal first year, and that's thanks to you. We are adding Finish It Branch Chain Amino Acid Electrolyte Pump Matrix to the lineup for 2018 and have even more exciting custom formulas coming in the upcoming months. If you've been putting off getting in better shape and getting healthy for not only you but your loved ones, now is the time to do it. Whether it's consuming more lean protein burning some unwanted pounds, increasing your natural testosterone and sex drive, or ramping up your energy levels, Feed Me More Nutrition has you covered. As always, positive Amazon reviews are greatly appreciated. 2018 is your year. Get hungry. Stay hungry. Feed. Me. More. We're back. And it's now time for our tips. The big guys, Tips of the Week. Tips of the Week, yay! Book of the Week this week, I just began this. Saw this from a, a girl, Ashley, at the gym. A uh, very sweet uh, trainer girl there. Uh, she posted a picture of it, and I was like, oh, that looks like a good book. And I actually got another book out of it that I got, that'll be next week's book. But it's called The Brave Athlete, Calm the Fuck Down and Rise to the Occasion by Simon Marshall and Leslie Patterson. So I'm uh, looking forward to finishing that book this week. I don't like to actually talk about the books and spoil People, I just, I, I don't know enough about this one. I just started it anyways, okay. but I think it's good for people to, to read and get what they can from it. And I always try to get one or two things from every book. Quote of the week. One of the happiest moments in life is when you find the courage to let go of what you can't change. And, uh, I got that from the quotes app this week and, uh, very true. Um, this quote and i've experienced it personally so nutrition tip of the week you don't always have to eat full portions of restaurant food try eating three-fourths of it or even half of it and saving the rest for a later time okay it's a good way to cut down on calories if you're over consuming and a lot of places have very large portions yes and if you're someone who struggles again met multiple people at wrestlecon this week who Somebody lost 120 pounds since mm-hmm. they've been listening to this podcast. Wow. This stuff, it, it happen, it's happening more and more and more. Like, I i never thought in a million years that they, these, the tips of the week would have that much of an impact, but the nutrition and workout stuff, mostly the nutrition stuff is really, has really helped a lot of people. And that is so, for me, it's, it's personally very gratifying to be able to do this show and see that stuff I've done my whole life and little tricks I've picked up have really been able to help people
2: so yeah I, I actually do that whenever I go to a restaurant with my friends and I'm with that yeah. i eat have my meal and take the rest home and
1: I eat that, all of it all the time but I'm trying to always I, I, yeah. I but it's a little different people that struggle with weight loss if, yes. if you're overweight and you 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 constantly are struggling making little changes like that I think Canada. you
2: know things I think it also helps eat with other people. Yes. Because you eat but you can actually converse with people so it makes you eat slowly. Yeah. And so that's that's the one benefit of it. I mean if you have a nice conversation with people and stuff like that, you eat and talk, eat and talk and then it slows it down and then yeah, because you know you want to eat slow. So yeah, well, some energy. people,
1: though, though that's a problem. Because then they, they snack on appetizers and Yeah, they go that's true. Like, it, if, if, it, if, the if longer you're, you're there, if you if don't...
2: both like, parties are, are, are health conscious, yeah. it'll help. I remember but a lot of people
1: aren't. Like, my uncle struggles with that. Like, he when he, he has struggled with losing weight for his whole life, and uh-huh. he's lost it before, but he's put it back on. And he's a big regular soda drinker, and right. he loves going out to eat. But he doesn't... He Does not go
2: by himself? Or does it even a, a, I'm sure
1: both, with okay. by himself and with people. Okay. But he's never... He doesn't even eat a lot. Like, uh-huh. He doesn't like snack or things, but he just eats, I think, the wrong foods and the Pepsis. Though, oh, the, yeah, drinking your calories that. That will that ruin all. you. I've told yeah. people, you can eliminate sh- drinks with calories in it. That alone will be the be- best thing you ever do for yourself as mm-hmm. far as cutting down calories. Right. Um, but it, a lot of people... Really, really, like, I can go out to eat and just get my healthy food, mm-hmm. and I'll drink water, and I, or I'll drink unsweet tea, or I'll have a coffee, right. and if I want to keep, I'll drink decaf then, so I can be doing something while I'm socializing, you know what I mean, Yeah, socializing, yeah, exactly. but if you have bad habits in place, which a lot of people do, and they that's, don't even know it, they, they don't, oh, it's just chips and salsa, But before you know it, you've eaten four baskets of chips and salsa and had, you know, 3,000 calories. Or,
2: you know, going to a restaurant where they serve bread and butter, you know. Carbs and fats. Again, another
1: rule of my health tips, don't mix your carbs and fats. Restaurants Mm -hmm. always mix carbs and fats. Unless you specifically know what you're looking for. It's such a dangerous combo. And that's where I think some people, it's just little things like this. Just cutting down on your portion a little bit. Eat half your meal there. Get a box, take the other half home, have it a little later, mm-hmm. and get two meals out of it. Whereas you might go home and eat something entirely all different, yeah. and the, just little changes like that add up over time.
2: Yeah, I mean, another thing is though, like, um, I eat a lot with Alexis Fox, a performer, but she we you know. always go to, like we went to T6 Factory, and they have huge portions. So we just yes. bought one I meal, we bought one meal and split Oh, split. your server wasn't happy with that cheap <laughs> shit. I know exactly. You know? <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, anything that serves large, you know, portions, um, you know, it's nice to like split it with other people, or yeah. you know that. I and mean, that's one benefit. If, if you both per, you know, obviously the bad habits of life, not a bad trick part, for dates either. No, Save exactly. a little money. Exactly. I think we
1: should split this meal, honey. I think I'm <laughs> looking up for my calories. <laughs> Exactly. I got.
2: I got to wash my finger.
1: I got ten more dates this week. I need to say. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of food, today's my carb day. I'm looking forward to eating a huge carb meal after this show. But I'm looking forward. I need to. We need to. I want to do it. Probably, I'm going to have to figure out a week. I think maybe the first week of May to do the food challenge challenge, because I'm off the first week of May before I go to Australia and doing double tours out there in the middle of May. Um, I want to do this slider challenge. Big I mean, guy versus food. We got the camera. We're going to do it. Should,
3: wait,
2: do you want to get, like, maybe just give him a call and see? Maybe, maybe get, like, good press going on?
1: Then maybe get the meal for free? They're like, yeah. We'll just Well, so, it.
2: yeah. It's just like,
1: like, I have, you know, a couple million followers, two and a half million between Instagram and, you know, Twitter. Uh, we're going to do this on YouTube. We're on the YouTube channel. And, uh, hey, man, yeah. Yeah, I honestly think... That'd be great. We get they get a crowd there. Yes, we should advertise like it. Yeah, I need we need to actually come How up with. People chat, feed me more, feed me. More. And I, I just fucking disappoint them heavily <laughs> when I can't complete yep, the one. challenges. You have one. have one. It's like people people come out to meet me and root me on, and I fail miserably, like not even close. Like yeah. fail miserably, and then I'm in such a bad mood and sick after that. I don't want to do pictures or autograph. Oh, autographs. Yeah. Just a horrible fan experience. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Yeah. God damn it, this guy. Yeah. Puked on himself afterwards, <laughs> the little bitch. <laughs> All right, going gonna. We're gonna get a date set up for this. For sure. Workout tip of the week: uh, take the stairs. This isn't a gym thing necessarily. This is a life thing. Take the stairs whenever you can. Don't always take the escalator or elevator. Doing little things like that it creates good habits. It helps burn a little extra calories. Another little thing I like to do. I hate parking sometimes grocery stores unless a spot is blatantly just open and there's no car in the front of a parking. I'll usually park in the back of a parking lot, usually the back right or back left corner, and it's usually quicker than looking for a spot because you park right away, and the distance really isn't that far. Yeah, And and again, there's different parking lots and stuff for different things, but uh, park further away. Get in the habit of walking. And it's just little things like that. Where you're just being more active and burning more calories, you'll feel a little bit better. You'll feel good about yourself. That's your self-esteem will be better knowing that you're trying, doing little things like that. And always return your shopping carts. Don't be an asshole. That's always I, I mm-hmm. that is to me the epitome of laziness, and I've mentioned that time and time again. I can't tell you how many times when I see somebody and they just take their shopping cart and just leave it right. Yeah. And I always oh, hate I I don't understand the like. I I just finish it. That's finish what you started. Just put the cart back. There's.
2: Well, I mean, I go I go to a dollar store and a 99 cent store, like, because they have cheap. You know, yeah. I buy, like, Well, you're bottles. sharing
1: dinners. It's not no shocking issue. Oh, you're yeah, sharing. I know. I'm, yeah, I'm
2: cheap. <laughs> I'm kidding. You know, I'm, fr- I'm frugal. <laughs> yeah. I'm not cheap. I'm frugal. No, um, but the 99 cent store is that where you actually have to put a quarter in for the cart. And so the only way you get your quarter back is to return uh... the cart. So you provide an incentive to return the cart, people will do it.
1: I should come up with a, a device that you put a quarter and you get back a dime. <laughs> Make a little money on the day. Right, you know what I mean? right.
2: But I mean, it's a smart you way. You want to take this shopping cart? You're going to pay for yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it's going someone's going to be out of the job from picking up. Yeah. car. but I mean, it gives for twenty five cents. People will come back and get return it. Yeah, and so I mean, there's probably...
1: be. That's it's actually going to be a thing. I feel like. Yeah, I think that will be great. end up replacing cart. Well, you're still gonna need the people to get the carts, yeah. out there from the thing. But
2: you know, you also mentioned that, like, also bring your own bags to the grocery store. Yeah, that's something I always, I always have them
1: in my car and truck. It yeah. saves plastic because um, of the, all the plastic. There's uh, multiple books I've read on that, but there was a documentary too. I forget the name. I think it is called Plastic on Netflix. All the plastic gets dumped in the ocean. Yes, and yeah. it kills a lot of the the the, uh, the, the, fish, the and fish and the animals, animals and mm-hmm. it is it is. I've always wondered why we don't. I was trying to think of like, what what is the solution to like our our landfills and trash and like stuff like that with plastics. I was I wonder if there's a way, and maybe they, if you're going to do this, you huge metal containers that are leak proof, of some sort that can be dumped into the ocean, which is again a whole other issue, like of putting stuff in the ocean. But right. when there's only so much land, and obviously we're we're becoming more and more populated on a daily basis. In my head, I just picture if we created these large steel containers that could be sealed and then put on ships and then dumped in the ocean. Again, you're going to obviously fuck up dropping. But if they were able to see with technology clear shots into the deepest parts of the ocean Uh where you could dump these things of plastics or things or, or landfill or garbage, Again, I don't know if this is the best idea. I'm just thinking of different things. Like, what do we do? Well, like, they, if, that, if that would have repercussions with the water levels, obviously, right, and things right. too. Like,
2: Well, it might help. Yeah, the alcohol might go up. But no, they actually make... some Sometimes companies are making, like, biodegradable plastics. Yeah. Where, you know, like, well, they put in fruit and then they have the plastic. But it's also, um, you know biodegradable but also like for like you know the, the cans where they have those rings and stuff like yeah that, there's there's some um companies that are making one where you can actually dump it in the ocean and actually feeds the animals oh wow so they, they can eat it that's brilliant of, yeah exactly and so
1: which sucks though because if they get used to that though and then there's the other ones out there
2: yeah they, they will know but i think it's but still you know, a little usually, usually animals I mean, but they're still doing it. I mean, they're still doing it currently right now. Yeah. They're throwing people, throwing garbage in the ocean, and they're trying to eat it. I so, just don't see
1: how that, we thought that was a good idea of just putting garbage in the ocean. Like, I don't see, like, there, I because, feel.
2: Well, because people want to find a quick way, quick and easy way to do stuff.
1: But just, and, I and, feel like there, there has to be just better ways. Yeah. We, I mean, we, like, as humans, I feel like we've just. Yeah. We have to learn from the past, it, totally Like I said,
2: everything involves around money. So what's the yeah. quickest, cheapest way to get rid of stuff? just yeah. dump it in the ocean or dump yeah. it. Find a little hole and dump yeah, it in
4: there. The problem
1: is, is we are overpopulated. There's mm-hmm. way too many of us, and we are going through things at such a rate, and it's, it's insane. Yeah, it is. We are truly. I just in one of the books that I think it was in uh, the Elon Musk book. They talked about that movie Idiocracy that I've referred to several times on this podcast. It's happening. About it is it is really <laughs> happening. Yeah. And it's nothing again. It, it's just, I can't tell you how many people that you meet. And you're what a smart person. Oh, how many kids do you have? None. Yeah. It, it's like it, it's. <clears throat> I don't know, and, and it's again. Who's no right to like tell people what to do or not to do as right. far as. But it, it, you can clearly see there is a trend happening, and um, it is definitely scary. I <coughs> I, I, I really. Like, I love Las Vegas, but it's getting busy out here now. Yeah,
2: it's, the construction and... I really... I I,
1: I, really often some, sometimes I ask myself, like, or living far enough away here, like, so far north or so far south in between here and California, uh-huh. where you're just like... Eventually, you're going to be people around you at some point, the yeah. way... That, because it, the, the building's just going to keep growing oh, up yeah. and out, but it's... Or being so goddamn rich, you could build a house inside the mountain... Just fucking a hidden house inside the mountain. Yeah. Just. Well, I
2: like you know I traveled to California and I don't understand how people live next to mountains because yeah. dude, like it it rose. and yeah. so when you build a house, it's it's gonna fall. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Gonna, oh, I mean, people, There's some
1: beautiful places in California yeah. where, but you see, I'm just like, holy shit, I would be terrified.
2: Yeah, and driving in up in, a in the pool, mountains? hanging on
1: a ledge, yeah. and like, I by the way, in New Orleans. Uh, they, I was terrified. I, this hotel, we were at the Sheraton. Oh, yeah,
2: I saw that video. You I were, like, was, 43,
1: r- one, day, there's a lot of floors to come down just waiting. Elevators took forever at this Yeah, place. so you took
2: the stairs at 43. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, man of
1: my word. I'm 40, 43 flights of stairs each way morning and night. Yeah. Uh no, not at all. Yeah. The, but the elevators were the system where you put your room number in, and yes. then they tells you what elevator. I'd usually had good success with those cuz they've never been busy. Uh-huh. This place was too busy. Oh shit. So elevators took forever. Just wait. I waited like 15 minutes one like night to get up to my room, but I got up there and I'm like 43. That seems pretty goddamn high. And I open the window thing, and I'm like, oh, my God. It's like, there's no balcony. Right. It's just window, drop. Yes. And, like, I'm like, I, I put my finger on the glass, and I, like, poke it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm giving it a little bit of pressure. Yeah. Because like, I want to know just how secure, how fucking secure are these windows here yeah. in New Orleans? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's, or, like, are they, like, the Las Vegas casinos where there's this thick, heavy glass? We're like, are these things supposed to be meant like if two dudes got in a fight? And then ran, jump out, like, out, yeah. I didn't feel that, like I didn't get, maybe nothing against the Sheraton. right? I didn't get that vibe off these windows. My finger was bending this thing. Oh, shit. And like, I'm pushing with my finger and I feel the window moving in and out. I'm like, oh man, this is, and I look down. <laughs> I instantly take my finger off. I'm like, I'm going to do an Instagram. I want people to see this fear right now. I legit, and the bed wasn't that far from the window. Yeah. And the desk. And I just like I got. Am just gonna shut these. Yeah, they're up. shut.
2: They're shutters. They're yeah. Not like and I
1: and I just shut it and I ignored it and I didn't think about it. And yeah. the, the next morning I looked at it again. Go holy fuck! I could actually see the ground. Yeah. I was like, I don't like being up this high. Yeah. Not one bit. Um. But and I'm not even. I don't even necessarily have a thing. So you're not you're not really afraid of
2: heights, but no. Because I've done plenty of things yeah, where i mean, a, but do I
1: don't die? like being in vulnerable positions if I don't have. Well, to you be. don't have no control over it. I yeah, guess
2: that's the fear. You don't have. Control yeah, it. it's I like mean, airplanes. It's like I don't yeah. necessarily
1: have a fear, but like I don't like not having control. Yeah. And it, it again, if a mistake happens in the air, you're fucking yeah. in the air.
3: When
2: I when I was flying back from Denver, to Denver and back yeah. from dude turbulence. was We had it bad. on the way
1: back. I've learned to control myself on that yeah. where I like. I will, like, I'll have my meditation music on, and, like, I was sleeping today, but I woke up on it, because we, they made an announcement, it was pretty heavy turbulence, right I, uh, but I'm, and again, knock on wood, never been in it where, I've been in where the plane is dropped, yes. where, like, that is That's a little, pretty, uh, yeah, that pretty scary. it's a little much, yeah. but that hasn't happened a ton, but it has happened, and it's. Some people get excited by it. Some
2: people, dude, there were people who were laughing. Yeah. I was like, I think that makes it worse. You yeah. know, when, you, when they start laughing hysterically, it's like, dude, it's like, what's so funny? Yeah. It's like, this is not a funny situation.
1: I, uh, things, I, I made the mistake years ago of watching How Airplanes Crash on TV, that fucking TV show. That, have you seen it? No. Yeah. Don't, if you, if, don't. It's not, it won't help you at all. Like, because a lot of this stuff in airplanes now and technology is so advanced and this stuff, stuff can still happen, but you see some of these like you don't want to know how airplanes crash. No. I don't want to know that when I'm in the, I don't, I want to believe that this stuff can hold up to anything and be completely okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Like, I don't want to know that the engine can explode and the fucking plane side can get ripped off and my seat can get sucked out of the air yeah. and I can get shot out of the plane. Like, I don't want to know that shit. Do you, do you think I want that fucking image in my head? Yeah. I, I sat by the fucking propeller one time, and I'm just thinking, and I was right in front of it where half the side of the thing, and it was an exit, so if the thing had the door or whatever, right. and I, this is stuff that goes through my mind, yeah. that if the, whatever happened, if somebody freaked out and opened the exit door, and then I see, got sucked out, I'd go right into the fucking oh, propeller, yeah, plane would explode, I'd, and then I'd be responsible for all the deaths. And... <laughs> It would probably be quick and painless, but still. Right. Thinking about it is the fear. Yeah, God damn
3: exactly. It. I
1: just, put me in a fucking automobile and I'm happy. I'm just, I'll drive everywhere.
2: Well, months. it's funny, I remember, I keep seeing this meme all the time where they, the guy, the plane's, well, it's already landed, but they're they're doing the, the, the setups, but like a guy taking duct tape putting it around the, uh, the jet. the the jet, It's like,
1: oh, yeah, I'm really safe yeah. right now. With the, this plane's holding up with duct tape. If we fly so much. You see planes are constantly in and out, and yeah. they do their check. And I'm just like, I wonder, I just, I don't know. It's like, I,
2: because there's, there's so many moving parts and technology.
1: Yeah. So so when a
2: plane lands, it literally, they they would do some quick, a quick sweep. Yep. And they say, oh, yeah, we're just going to do a quick check and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. how, like, if one part, Gets broken yeah. or goes missing, the plane can go yep. down. And it's the same that it's like, oh yeah, we're just gonna uh, unload real quick, and, and you know we'll be ready in
1: thirty minutes. Yeah. Well, the, like, they always do their checks, and they know what these people well, know. They what got they're doing, of but it's. I'm always happy though if a plane they catch something, it's even like, though yeah, we're gonna
2: we're gonna there's gonna be
1: a delay and it sucks. You know, yeah, nobody's it like, sucks, but like you don't want to go in the air if there is a problem, like. That is always... It sucks, yes. And, and sucks. people
2: complain. It's like, yeah. oh, man, my flight's being delayed and stuff like that. I'm going to miss
1: my connection in Denver, <laughs> asshole.
2: It's like, uh, how about not making a yeah. session at well, all? Do you, do you,
1: yeah, do you want to be able to, to go to bed tonight? Right. Like, it's, that's where you, you got to be thankful. Like, oh, I'm glad they caught that. Yes. Like, that's what I... Like it's, and again, it, it travel sucks when stuff goes wrong because it happens all the time. Right. But yeah, it's just another way to look at things because it's... Yeah,
2: you have to look at a different different perspective on things and not just complain that things are not going your way and you know yes it's an inconvenience but I think the inconvenience is better than losing your life
1: or getting injured absolutely getting sucked out of an airplane (laughs) (laughs) they did um, how airplanes crashed the side got ripped off in flight and the seats all got ripped out all around all it, away. and I was just like, "Well, how fucking far away do I need to be away from it? The door to open, or the side of the plane?" Well, outside. they
3: said they.
2: I remember like saying that sitting in the back is better because I people, always that's what I try yeah, to do. It, yeah, I say, people, so. sitting in the back is better because you have a higher, I mean, like a small percentage chance yeah. of surviving. Yeah, uh, you, that's what I've always said. In the back because it because a lot of planes land, land or crash face, like face first, yeah. like hitting a mountain or something like that. Yeah, so like. You know, so There's more.
1: Of, you you have more of a likelihood, even as small as it is, as right. it is, that of based survival, on statistics, people in the back of the plane probably,
2: someone survived. Plane
1: was crashing. I would just get up and run to the back. If I was in first <laughs> class, fuck this. Yeah. Is there an open seats? Yeah. <laughs> Throw a little 10-year-old Nicholas out of the sea. No, not today, buddy. I'm taking your, yeah. tank, I'm taking your championship away from you. Go team. get it. Go get it. Everyone else freaking out. I'm like the evil villain in Titanic uh, that's yeah. trying to get on the boat. Yeah, You piece of shit. Uh, Throwing a baby off. People are just beating the shit out of me. It's yeah. like, no, no. You just want to live. I was going to put the sea boat on both of us. Oh, my God. No, I'm kidding. It would never. That's But... I try. That's why I Southwest. I sit on the back of the plane, like little things like that. Yeah. But like again, you get first class, and which I've flown many times. It's, it's nice. But I It'd do. Think that, it, you know,
2: they should change it up. They should put first class in the back. I would love that. That would be like put first class in the front. But you just you can still board them
1: from the back. Have a door back yeah. there. And put them in. Yeah. But no, I do a great I, idea. I I'm surprised they don't
2: do that. It's like yeah, first class you guys in the are back. paying
1: more for this seat, but if something goes wrong, you're going to be paying for that too, right? Like no, again, that's. They should start charging a fee for that, uh, for life back. protection, health insurance, On the, Would you like a back seat where you have a 13% chance more living if we go or right Or
2: maybe just put, have put a parachute in the back. Let's yeah. An extra, we're going to include a parachute. That yeah. Be would you something.
1: like your own parachute where you can go out this back door if <clears throat> anything goes wrong? That's actually, I've always, like, again, it wouldn't be able to get all the people out of a plane. I wonder if you, you could have your own parachute. They'll carry it on. Like a little back, I'm I sure think you're...
2: no, because I think uh, parachutes would have like they have gas containers. At that oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. if it, if it a... ever goes off, then that would be an hazard. It's unfortunate, yeah. but yeah, that's
1: yeah. There should just be one on the back of the plane, whoever gets it survives. <laughs> yeah. you, look, we're going down, Fucking chaos this, is gonna you this can has sit to, in your seat, just have a
2: survivor series in a plane, yeah.
1: sit in your seat or scream, or get up and fight to the death to get that parachute on and survive. <laughs> this, like a cage back. You, cage you cage fucking back. happen. You fucking get everybody off. You flip, throw that parachute on and you go jump out the back door and five motherfuckers grab on you and, and then you, you all just him. die violently. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't work. Big fat guy holding onto your leg. <laughs> fucking, just, just fucking the parachute just folds up in reverse. Just fucking. <laughs> Can't
3: take, take
1: the weight. Yeah, uh, fighting on your way down to try to land on the fat guy. Take, take yeah. Off. Like, <laughs> What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this show is...
2: We just went off the rails right now. Unhinged. Oh, my Conversation God. Conversation
1: with the big guy. Unhinged. <laughs> all right. We got any questions this week before we go ahead and...
2: Uh, let's see. I, have... I did
1: message Phoenix. I never heard back from her, unfortunately. Let's see. Let's see. I think she's... Uh, she's probably, yeah, she's probably flying. We've too. gone long tonight anyways. I'm all right. With it, was,
2: the... it was good. It was a good... Yeah. Um. Let me see here. I think you posted up on Instagram. Right? I did.
1: I always. I like the Instagram. I'm gonna. I'm, I could actually pull it up too here and get us. Uh, I did a little baby ride back. That's what I would look like as a baby. Uh,
2: people say it was freaky.
1: <laughs> I got one here from Alpha Camo. Why didn't you become Braun Strowman's tag team partner at WrestleMania 34?
2: Because Nicholas took over.
1: And Nicholas took my was spot. A better,
2: was a better candidate than you apparently. Yeah.
1: We're <laughs> equal championship reigns. Uh, when will the big guy testosterone booster be back in stock again? It is off, uh, uh, feedmemore.com. It's not available right now. There was also an issue with feedmemore.com, uh, with the webmaster, with the old webmaster who was a problem. He didn't uh, notify my new webmaster. Something expired with feedmemore.com oh, and she had to yes, renew it. It, it took is. like 24 hours, Yeah. yeah but yeah. I have nutrition.com is linked to it. Okay. Both of them were feedmemore.com reroutes to nutrition. Whereas Feed Me More Nutrition always rerouted to FeedMeMore.com. It's the same exact site. So Feed Me More Nutrition is working. FeedMeMore.com should be working when this podcast comes out. But the big guy testosterone booster. Finish it. BCAA comes in Tuesday this week. I'm hoping to have it on FeedMeMore.com Tuesday or Wednesday night. And, and then shipping it out to Amazon. I got to ship out a bunch more stuff for them uh, this week. Well, I'm still having issues with the wake up a little bit of energy cherry. They have been absolute assholes to deal with, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. They suck for their sellers, and I've said it time and time again. And uh, I'm not even getting into it this week. Hopefully that issue is resolved. They're a bunch of dealing with some morons on that end over there. No joke. Like, it's robots, automated system. They fuck up, and they blame it. Something on. It's just absolutely asinine. And I've talked to, I've spent probably seven hours on the phone of wasting my time speaking to supervisors and people... Yes, this, you are 100% right. This was a shipping error by our part. Mm-hmm. This should never have happened. And then they can't, they don't even have communication with the department no. that has to fix it. They have no way to access them. Only through the email that they keep sending me. And they've yeah. sent me the email 10 times. Yeah. I've responded 10 times. I've given them the supervisor. They go, no, your email has answered all of these questions completely. This should have been overturned and we're, and they haven't done it. And it's and they've ignored requests put in by the supervisors. Right. So they've done nothing. They've refunded me money on like FBA fees, but it's they've cost me now probably in the thousands of sales. Wait.
2: So is is there any way you can repost? Because like, wait, how how's does the Amazon store work or process? Can you like create a new product and basically post up the same uh, problem? Money? Is is
1: my inventory is there, and I would have to then reship inventory, which oh, I can, like that is they, I have okay. I have like I have. I don't know if it, they're at the time. I always try to keep it around 100 units per thing uh-huh. at the time because they go through pretty quick. Okay. But uh, I ship a lot each time. There's close to 100 units in stock of it right now on there. And I don't know what's going on with it. Like, I don't know if it's like they're going to try to ship it back because like they, they're not answering the emails. And they just sent the same email they've sent 10 times and not acknowledged the other nine. Wow. It's, it is, it is again, and I, I tweeted them this morning the Amazon helping them, and I haven't heard anything back from them yet. They made a post, and they did reach out once, and then I called, and then, again, the supervisor, everyone, yes, you're right. This isn't, it's not even a matter about being right or wrong. It's like, yeah, that should not have been put on you, and you should not have had your item unlisted for a shipping mishap on our part. Right. And it's, uh, they're, they're buying from Amazon, great. Selling on Amazon. If you, if you sell on Amazon, you know what I'm talking about especially if you sell supplements on there. They make you pay $3,000 just to sell on there. They've gotten too greedy. I'm telling you. It That's is crazy. The, that guy, whoever, what's his name? Jeff, that, Jeff Basil. Yeah. I think he has, like, a fucking uh, agenda to run the world. Like, there's something deep down. Like, yeah,
2: because he owns, I think he wo- owns uh, the Washington Post. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's trying to be, like,
1: a... I'm um, cool with success, but I think there's a hidden agenda of, like... Of course. Where everything is just owned by Amazon eventually. Like... Yeah, Amazon,
2: Google, you know. Where the powerful are just
1: beyond powerful, and Mm -hmm. we are all their slaves. Mm -hmm. Like, that is what I feel like they are building. And I look at their fees and things, it's like, oh, come on. Like, you guys are going to take that much money? Like, I get you guys taking money and making money, but you should treat your sellers a little better. And you don't need them. Nobody needs Amazon. It's been great, don't get me wrong, for getting the product out there. I had plenty of sales on FeedMeMore.com before that, though. and made way more per item through FeedMeMore.com, so I, I encourage people to buy through the website more than Amazon. It, it's and use the discount codes and get the money to have it where it equals out about the same. So, but test booster hopefully within the next three to four weeks. Finish it comes in Tuesday. The manufacturer the sale has been gone through, and I talked to the the owner, and everything is being resolved in the next couple of weeks. Everything was like at six weeks behind because of this sale uh, of the company, and it took a little. Uh, Threw a little bit of a wrench in things, but like they're actually giving me some major discounts moving forward. It's actually worked out pretty nicely financially for me. So, yeah. um, but it just buy it on Amazon for the time being. And I hate saying that, but that we have we have plenty on Amazon right now. Um,
2: so you got one, Mike P for DC? Will be your last meal.
1: What would be my last meal? Yeah. Just let's
2: say if, before if you were to let's say if you were in in jail. About the game. Or on my last plane ride. Yeah, last plane ride. What will be your last meal? I
1: don't, man. I will say I love, and this isn't, I, again, I probably do pizza and and boneless wings. Yeah. And donuts. Just real, I would just fuck, gorge myself into a coma. Fats, carbs, sugars, fucking (laughs) big regular soda. Just. Just be that way; the pain would be minimal from anything else. That's true. I would be in such a daze that what well, this plan's going to yeah. oh, Pass out. Um, I will say I love Baja Fresh. They're uh, but they're out of business, right? Yeah, but there's one in the airport still that's owned by different was, people. Really? I was devastated. I was. I flew out when I flew out to New Orleans was my carb day, uh-huh. and I had been planning all day. I forgot I was flying out southwest. I was hoping I usually fly out of the D gates, which has the Baja fresh in there. I was so excited to have two uh, chicken and steak Baja burritos with extra. I love the Baja sauce. I will drink the Baja sauce. I'll get a cup of it and just drink it. <laughs> so good. And I I was excited all day. And then I found out I was flying out of the C gates, the southwest terminal and uh, section of the airport. And I couldn't go to Baja fresh. So I had to get Jersey mics and uh, payway, which was fine. Right. Very exactly. happy with those. But when my heart was set on something, I, I would probably throw a nice steak, baja fresh burrito in with the pizza. Okay. And the, yeah, it's.
2: Yeah, um, I I don't know what would be my last meal. Maybe like a nice juicy steak. I think that would be.
1: be I'm not against that either. There's yeah, me. I, I might just have everything. Yeah. Just a smorgasbord of, board of different food. Different yeah.
2: foods and stuff like that. But yeah. A buff a it would just be <laughs> it would be my last.
1: My last meal. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Uh, Uh, Yeah. I was going to say there was a good one here by the Mini Bean. Will there be a Feed Me More creatine or any recommendation? Yes, that is actually one of the supplements. Uh, I'm going to be doing a creatine with 10 different creatines, and I got a really cool wrestling name with that, and uh, that will be another. That one might not actually be nearly as expensive to do as some of the others, so that one could be sooner rather than later. Um, Again, I'm trying to come out with the heavy hitters upfront and then expanding the line but that creatine I'm a big user of creatines and I do uh 10 different creatines when I take it so and it works really well so that is that is something to stay tuned for. He said the creatine
2: cuz I mean I don't know anything about like, yeah. like supplements and stuff like that is that one of the bad substances no. that? or is that actually That's, like that's one cool. that's been
1: proven to work okay. and, uh, where it helps kind of pull water into your muscle into your cells. Oh, okay. And it, it can help you put on good weight it, there's different creatines. Some have sugars in them and it helps kind of transport it. Uh, I like the ones without any calories in it or anything. And, okay. and there's a creatine. There's different ones that have 10 different forms of the creatine in it. And the, some people react better to others. Mm-hmm. So it's good to kind of have a mix of them because you're going to pretty much be guaranteed it's going to work. Okay. So it's uh, that is something that that definitely will be a part of Feed Me More Nutrition moving forward. Um The name of the the supplement that I took somebody asked for the bones is uh calcium by new chapter uh new chapter whole food calcium plant sourced whole Food calcium by new chapter that is available on Amazon or usually in vitamin shops uh and in different maybe nutrition stores not all of them necessarily but definitely on Amazon I know that much uh looking on we'll see if we could take one or two more here. Somebody was on the plane ride with me. They said Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> the the black flight attendant, the dude, was the one that shit. Just so that guy on the on the plane, just so you know exactly <laughs> who it was, because I think there were uh, multiple male flight attendants. And don't you want know to, what,
2: that would be really funny if like, the next flight you go to, you see the same guy.
1: Yeah, and he listens to the show. Oh, that would yeah. be great. <laughs> Bro, why'd you put me out there like that? Bro, why'd you let me walk into that? This would be exactly what I'd fucking say. Smell what the big guy's cooking, huh? <laughs> you son of a bitch.
2: Fuck. It and guarantee just, you, guarantee you, like the next person that went in, uh, into that bathroom, they think they, they thought a part of it was you.
1: But I don't think anybody. Saw, I I got out of the people were just loading the front of the plane. Okay. Nobody was looking back, paying attention. Like okay. I know, I literally after I saw. So just imagine
2: this: imagine where the flight was full. Oh yeah! It, line, oh, that would have been. That would be like you would really like walk out. No, that man, this not it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yeah.
1: No, I think that the. If I would have come out and somebody was right there, I yeah. would just say, "Just so you know, it was that guy." And, like, <laughs> like I, what is he gonna do to me? Yeah. Like, I, like, you're gonna like, I feel like you need to take ownership of that. Yeah. He, like, he left the shit stuck on the side of the bowl. He didn't. I don't even know if he wiped his ass. To be quite frankly, <laughs> he's touching all this shit right here. I, but that wasn't me. I just had to piss. I go. I go. I was in there. If you look, I was in and out, in and out, in and out.
2: So was he like when they were serving like cokes? I and slept the took- whole time. I wasn't getting oh, yeah, any trouble. It isn't I wouldn't have. I would have like, yeah, just had gone on a plane ride without yeah. like. Yeah.
1: Peanuts? No, thank no, you. No, thank you. Don't feel like having shit on my peanuts. You want
2: some chocolate? No, oh, I don't want
1: God. chocolate. God. He, it was just a disgusting human being that guy was. I, I literally, I, I hope he didn't see it, for, but I, I i don't buy that for one second. Oh, my God. The Okay, final question here. This is a good one. Uh, By Mr. Poto. Is there any wrestler out there right now that you would like to work with that you haven't? There's quite a few. Um, but again, I've said this time and time. I, I think uh, I would like to have a match with, and I think as I continue to get better and feel better, like I'm feeling really, really, like I'm continuously getting healthier right now, which is so cool. Like okay. it's, my back is the best it's been in two, three years. Um, Kenny Omega is one. Uh, there's there's plenty of guys though. Um, but I, I like his style and he's physical. And I'm sure there's some Japanese guys over in New Japan and whatnot. But I think I again as I continue to work more and more her coming up and uh take on more bookings, I think that is uh Omega is is really interesting to me.
2: What well, about well, any wrestlers that like in the past that' you know obviously We've done it.
1: that, yeah. They've talking, they've yeah. asked that a bunch of times, oh, yeah. but yeah, but it's but this is currently just guys like I'm right now independent. So oh, okay. Like I've wrestled a lot of people always ask me like we don't wrestle Braun Strowman and everything I right? know I've wrestled him when he was part of the the Wyatt family meant multiple times on like live events and Overseas tours and we always did some really cool little stuff together. So But there's a lot of people and I, it's uh, but again right now It's just taking at one booking at a time know who uh, the opponent I'm facing and focus on that Try to get the best match possible with what I can do and working smart and doing some stuff but still I'm not doing things like gorilla presses like I used to do every night. Picking guys up over my head. Letting my shoulder can get, better. get better. I yeah. can still do certain power moves where I don't stress my body. Like I quit catching guys. Yeah. That was the thing I used to do all the time. People don't realize um, when you catch guys off the second or top rope, it you are compressing allows. your yeah. spine and your core strength. It's why a lot of guys don't do it. Mm-hmm. I take a lot of pride and I was able to do that consistently for years. That played a part. And though in my back and doing that finisher shell shock, picking guys up and picking up heavy guys at the end of matches. And like it was a culmination of many things. The backpack stunner being the main culprit, Uh, which is never, I'll never do another ass bump, no more leg drops, nothing that compresses my spine. Um, And just working smarter. I could still be just as physical. I do my clotheslines with my left arm. Now mm. things with my meat hook clothesline because why I don't need to, I I'm trying, I am working smart and getting healthy and, I've had to adjust on certain things. That's why I like wrestling guys that are smaller than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, bigger guys tend to get tired quicker, especially on the independents. WWE, not necessarily, but on the independents, it's definitely a thing. And it's not a knock-on, it's just, it is it is what it is. Um, and lighter guys tend to, I can just do more with, and it's yeah. easier on my body. Yeah. And I know how to work. In a certain style enough to make that where we can do a believable type matchup, and and they do too, and it's and I, I just enjoy that. But Kenny would be a a fascinating matchup for me that that intrigues me, and uh, I think that would blow a lot of people's minds. So,
3: well,
2: that's just, I know, but um, to follow that, but like when you wrestled the guy from Scotland, was yeah. he the same size? Right, he was a little bigger, bigger dude. Like the did the, the yeah Yeah, oh, yeah. The
1: first night, yeah, yeah. He was the biggest one of. And, oh, great, great, greato. Yeah, he's an awesome guy, man. Great human being. Well, Stitch actually sent me the video of you dancing with him. And I was like, that was laughing. It was, uh, that's how he, well, he dances like he does a little, I was trying to kind of do what he did. I didn't walk through this at all, by the way. (laughs) That was his raw, and I wasn't planning on having to do a cartwheel. I haven't done a cartwheel since I was a kid. Really? Yeah, which I was, I was happy with my cartwheels. (laughs) They weren't completely vertical, but they were smooth. I thought they... People, it it got a reaction. It wasn't like, oh my god. It was I felt so good about it. I did two of them, and uh, I was feeling. What was the
2: song you were dancing to? Is it what's Madonna?
1: Yeah, uh, is it Faith? Is it Prayer or no? No, 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 yeah,
2: is it Prayer or something? uh, I think so. Yeah, I think uh, Prayer.
1: Yeah, I think it was. It is something. Yeah, Yeah. I forget the name. If I hear it, I go, yep, that's it. Yeah. but it's, oh, uh, my God, was I cool. was trying to leave, but then they, they hit the music, I kind of got to my head, oh, I like this song. <laughs> <laughs> I stuck around, did a little dance with them, and yeah. people, then some people, like, get upset, what the fuck, blah, 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 like, Jesus Christ, yeah. like, the crowd, everyone was happy, it was after the match, after match shenanigans, Right. And, like, what has happened to, and it was only a few people, yeah. like. Like, what happened to the Ryback that was feed me more? Well, watch the goddamn match. You see that Ryback, the whole match, yeah. pretty much, outside of a couple little ha-ha things right. that we did with him. I mean, it was like, Jesus Christ. Like, anybody, like, then you get people, you're so, you just do the same thing all the time. You step out of your comfort zone and do something, and then people are just like... Yeah, they can't handle it. This no. is this, We live this is, in such a shit time with people sensitive, where they... Oversensitive. Yeah. The it's like, just enjoy it and just yeah, shut the fuck it's up. It's entertainment. <laughs> it's all fun and games. Eddie, Like a Prayer will yeah. be the song of the week this week <laughs> in honor of Grado, a great man and human being and the funny-ass
3: dude.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I'll i never forget I, when I saw him, I saw him on Impact many, I don't know if it was years ago. I had never heard of him. I didn't... Uh, it, I'd watched independent matches and stuff and but he's a big, like, he's a big star in he's Scotland, good, yeah. internationally, and I just had never, I haven't watched a lot of Scottish wrestling at that point, or anything, and I was like, who's this guy, and I had no idea, and I didn't get it, and I had no idea, like, he had the fanny pack on, and then, like, after you, you watch some of his matches, like, oh, okay, and then, you know, like, he's, he's a good dude, he, he was fun to wrestle, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly, that, that was a good, good time, but. Alright, Asian Joe, I'll let you go ahead and uh you wanna
3: go
2: ahead Yeah, um, uh, Asianjoe.com, uh, this is a blog, just put super show on there. Um, I'm on uh, Twitter, Webmaster Joe, um, and also on Instagram. Um, I also mentioned earlier that uh, the Dragon Ball Z parody came out. It was, we actually call it Dragon Boob Z. So it's on woodrocket.com and also on Pornhaw.com. Um, I play the character of Vegeta, but it's Bad Vegeta. so, um, check that out and, uh, send me, send me your comments, I'd love to hear your, hear your feedback, whether you like it or you don't, it doesn't matter, Just, i like to see some feedback, so, and that's it.
1: At Webmaster Joe on all platforms, right? That's correct. Good deal. Uh, for all Finn f- female, put the, don't know what the voice, <laughs> f- for a me male, guys, went into, like, a weird South Park Cartman. Yeah. Yeah, fan you guys. That was kind of marked for life a little. Yeah. For all fan mail for the big guy Ryback, PO Box 752-740, Las Vegas Nevada eight nine one three six. Got a big stack of it out. Oh, I got to go grab it out of my truck. I forgot uh, and get that out this week before I fly out with everything else I got going on. Uh, Amazon merch, uh, feed me more nutrition, feed me more Ryback, the big guy, everything. All the Amazon merch is under feed me more, feed me more nutrition. Uh, on Amazon under the search, feed me more nutrition on Amazon, feed more.com, eBay for international orders, and in Las Vegas at Spartan Nutrition and Wise Chiropractic. For my personal video shout outs, uh, videos from the big guy Ryback, go to slash the big guy Ryback, slash the big guy Ryback uh, for your personal videos. Um, do all sorts of different ones. Those are a lot of fun for me. I get to work on promos kind of doing those sometimes. So it's a, I actually truly, I enjoy doing those a lot. And the, the feedback from people, you get to make people, like, bring a lot of joy to people. and yeah. It's a way to, um, it's a good little deal. It's, I'm very, I just met one of the, the owners of the company, Arthur, uh, or somebody that works for them. Uh, great guy. Came up to Russell Con actually, so. For all professional wrestling bookings, please email bookthebigguy at yahoo.com. Paula will help you on all bookings uh, for myself. Wake Up It's feeding Time, my motivational book, available on Amazon in paperback, audible, and Kindle formats. Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep service. FuelMeals.com. Save 15% with code thebigguy. Follow us and me on social media at CWTVG, at Ryback22 on Twitter at Feed Me More Nutrition on Facebook, at TheBigGuyRyback22 on Instagram, at Feed Me More Nutrition on Instagram, and Ryback247 on Snapchat. Thank you guys for listening. You have just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy. Bye-bye.